hooked on a feeling. Oh, we've already copyrighted Strike. That's it. Our show's over. Oh, it was such a good run. It ended before it started. That's how we should do it, man. Just nuke it to the ground first, and everything from there on is up. You we're we're, we're trying to hit the bottom. Right yeah, now. really. Once you hit rock bottom, uh, uh, we're we're tr- we're trying to wrap this year up with a bang. Hey, everybody! Welcome to a tech <laughs> podcast. We're two old guys talk about the best uh, tech that they got to play with over the last week. But this episode is special because it's not just you know what we're kind of playing. We're going to still talk about some of what we're, we've been playing with this week and and oh, have absolutely. those conversations. Spend some time catching up. But this is our big. smartphone extravaganza best phone of it's the time to do your best of the year and uh, if you caught last week's episode well that was our favorite camera our smartphone Mm -hmm. camera awards and so if you you caught that show you you might imagine that when it comes to a best phones we're not going to do just a simple basic top five we're not going to do just like oh it goes to the iphone it sold the most um we like to have more criteria than that so you know our awards are going to be a little different yeah and uh we thank you so much for tuning in if you're on the replay crew we always appreciate the replay crew stopping by taking a listen always, after the always, fact always, 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 yeah. and uh seeing michael pepper tech and gwendolyn here in the chat already jumping in we're gonna have a nice chill evening i'm exhausted man this I, this no, week has kicked my butt this, this month year, has rocked me this, this year was just, just exhausting been... It's been <laughs> like the the times where I was thinking things were going to slow down, it didn't. Slow no, down. And didn't. Even right now, which is technically somewhat of a tech lull, right before CES, I'm, I'm already way ahead on 2024. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm actually solidly planned already, like January through mid February yeah. already. And I'm talking to like... PR about videos that will be going out in March, and that is blowing my mind. I responded to somebody today, letting them know. I'm like, I honestly cannot promise anything before no. March. And then they were like, yeah. are you sure? But yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> the reality of the matter is, and, and again, you got to remember, we have an earlier schedule for many, many things. The, there's a leak yeah. that just came up a couple of days ago, I think, or a day or so ago. Samsung's releasing the S series in the middle of January. Yeah. Like, Everything is coming up early and early and early. Yep. And I think OnePlus is... And Samsung needs to because we're already playing with oh, yeah, phones from BBK brand. and Xiaomi brands and stuff BBK like... For, and, and Xiaomi are for the win at this point. They're like... Oh, yeah. Check this out. They're going they're aggressive. And and the Red Magic. Red Magic 9 Pro? Yeah. China. China are you thinking you're going to grab one of those? I don't know. I, I know it's going to be the most powerful phone of the year. As soon as you add active cooling, it's the winner. It but I, but I, I still have my it's still like Moto with just like letting shit just go. You know, like you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I because I have I'll, I'll wh- which I, one? Because I, I have this still. Yeah, it's that, it's, the, it's the six. No, 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 no. It's no, the no. one with the HN one because it runs like 140 degrees off the screen. I know you don't when... because the six is the one that we messed up. So is it? You so then the it's seven. the seven. Yes. Yeah, okay. So I have the seven. Right. Pro. You got the pro. I got the non-pro. That's that right. That's that's what it was. Last year we and... kind of skipped the eight. Or this year we skipped the eight. But the nine I, I, came out before the end of the year. I feel like I can just let that one be the gaming whatever it needs to be champ. It's cool. I mean, 
Okay, so look, gaming at at its core is it it's a very demanding task. And a lot mm-hmm. of us realize that or at least we a lot of us think, you know, any game can any device can play games. Absolutely. There's no question you can play games on any phone, but to play them well, to play them at the best setting, to play them for an extended amount of time mm-hmm. and not have your your system throttle or crash or just start yeah. going Google Gaga, you know, you need a gaming phone. You need I saw I saw a headline it was like Red Magic 9 Pro new chip but same tiny fan and you're like i feel like you've missed the point on what a red magic is if you're like oh it's the same fan (laughs) like you mean the same amazing active cooling system that actually draws it anyway i I had to get real snarky about blocking that publication and never reading them ever again if if that is the level of detail that you're willing to go is by basically looking at the back of the phone and saying that it still has a small fan you have not played that. Well, do you device. remember when I shared the uh, the I, and I can't remember who it was again because it's like I'm I'm cutting out so many of these tech publications from my normal like my RSS reader mm-hmm. and all of my news feeds. But it was uh, it's like something like Sam Samsung not Samsung OnePlus twelve rumors um, exciting new upgrades, but last year's charging and and you're like. I remember we thought you mean about, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. absolute fastest charging phone in North America 51 isn't isn't getting a massive upgrade for the charging. But if Samsung can go from like 30 watt charging to 35 watt charging, you talk about that being some kind. OK, cool. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. <laughs> it, it, they're grasping at straws. They're trying to get people to read the article or to try to click links and stuff. But no, the reality so at the end dumb. of the day, it, it, is, it is absolutely – okay, we'll say this. The OnePlus 12 is out. It's not like we're trying to – Yeah, it's, we it. know what's, what's we in that know phone. We what's in that device. We know exactly what that device <laughs> looks like. We, what we don't know yet at this point is which colors are coming to the international market and more specifically, which colors – I'm hoping more than one color are coming to the U.S. market. Yeah, so that's my thing. There's the 12, and I think if I'm not mistaken, there's also a 12R. I saw somewhere that people were talking yeah. about. So the potential we might of see having more a return. Than plus, yeah, we've never had the R. That's the one thing that we've never had the R series. The I, R series you know, is I, in India, I, I, whatever we series. see, I get so frustrated with techies because it's mm-hmm. like it has this name, and that means this thing is this one thing, and that's what the name means forever. And we're gonna get a 12R, and we're yeah. gonna get a 12. Yeah. Um, well, we might get the 12R. The rumors are saying oh, no, no, gonna, no, it's, it's going to come yeah, we both of them are coming. We know the 12 is We, we know we're going to get a OnePlus 12. There's no question there, yeah. To me, it seems, and I, I, I'll be curious to see how this actually plays out, mm-hmm. that the 12 is going to be an upgrade in tier over the 11. Yes. And that I, the I that R happens. is going to be like right under what the 11 was last year. So it's almost like we're getting back to having a number and a number pro, but they're just not calling it a pro. They're making the number the nicer phone, and they're making it a nicer phone. Yeah, they're making... And they're making the R more like what the number was. (laughs) Because you look at what happened with iQoo. The iQoo 12 is a phenomenally uh, cost-competitive phone, Mm -hmm. but the one... 
but the OnePlus 12 is is aiming to be at least $100 more, depending on region and, and what, what currencies you use. Well, there's, um, a, there's a few more features I feel like the 12 has. That's right? what I'm saying is, is like the it, OnePlus, yeah, it, the OnePlus 12 is moving up the food chain. It, the IQ 12 moved down the food chain a little bit. from where we were last year. So again, we're saying names like those names mean anything, but... Yep. We might get back if the OnePlus Twelve is basically a, a, an open that doesn't open. Mm-hmm. Then it's really a pro. Those no, no, features no, are what we're in, I, I uh, like a OnePlus Ten Pro. They're just they they want they want to stop a lot. They're they're going back on some of the features that we've had. I mean, I mean, I'm obviously I'm I'm very anxious, but I do want to see some of those extra features. Like they're talking wireless charging. They're talking you know the the better the res- the higher resolution. Sure. Typical to what we see with the 11, new camera sensor, new all that fun stuff. Sensor, yeah, all the good stuff. And the reality is, yeah, they're kind of going back to what the 10 Pro was before, but they're not calling it a Pro anymore. Will we, I mean, we've yet to see it. Obviously, we'll, we're going to have to reserve some of those, uh, you know, opinions till we get the device. But on paper, yeah, it, it looks absolutely mm-hmm. like you said. It's a, it's a flip script on what we normally see. The R or the letter, if it does show up to the U.S. market, it may, by the way, the, the 12R may just be an international market. Yeah. Maybe even Europe, at least. That, that's that's the tricky specific. thing. Yeah, and and OnePlus is fluid enough now. They might, mm-hmm. if they could oh. have designs to do it, and then they'll change their mind. We might not get it. Oh, yeah. It, La- so. Last second, they'll be like, we just watched TK and, and Juan talk about it. Exit. Send it to Europe right away. <laughs> like, what? No, no, no. I, cut them off. Cut them off. <laughs> uh, what I guess what got us to this whole thing is that, yeah. January is going to be busy. CES is going to happen. Mm-hmm. CES isn't very mobile. There's a lot of tech there, but not very yeah. Like we don't have the announcements at CES like we get at MWC or some of the things in there. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be covering it. I'll be on the show floor. But then the reality is there are so many other things going on. Uh, Samsung's doing their thing. OnePlus is going to be doing their thing. There's going to be other devices coming out, of course, on the market. I'm sure Moto and some of the other companies are going to be bringing in their earlier yeah. and earlier releases. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited and I am stressed already. <laughs> so like, so sure. I, I kind of I want 2023 I'm, to finish in yeah. <laughs> whenever 2023 could end so that we could start 2024. That would be great. Little, um, yeah. it, it's kind of interesting. You know, like we just heard uh, recently uh, mm-hmm. E3 is totally, totally gone. I actually yeah. am concerned about the future of shows like MWC mm-hmm. because I think E3 is the canary in the coal mine. If you okay. don't need to go to a place to meet up with journalists and share these announcements with a bunch of different companies, then why do you go to a trade show? If you're a Samsung, you've launched your products before oh, MWC. Xiaomi, they launched their product. So what is the presentation well, that you put on and do you need to spend the money to run a big old Xiaomi booth or to fly launch- in influencers or anything like that? So I want to say last year Xiaomi did launch the the 13 series at MWC, or like or just before, like the day before. Right. When I, I mean, there, there can oh, still I'm I'm not saying there's still not going to be an announcement, but oh, no, Xiaomi no, no, is no. big enough. If they want to do their own Nintendo Direct, they can oh, do it. Oh no, no, absolutely. They yeah, do yeah. do it exactly. You know, so yeah. so the 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 purpose, right? Trade shows need to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. E3 lost their purpose. They were never able to recover and adapt to a changing landscape for gaming. Um, IFA, I still don't get IFA to me has become more and more manufacturers reaching out to retail distribution. I know they have days where the public can go and see stuff, but it's like, that's where you go and launch a washer and dryer, right? That's not our tech beat 
at well, all. So IFA reminds me a lot of, of what CES is. And it's kind of a weird mm-hmm. thing to say that because very I'm similar vibes. Because like, I am going to CES because Yeah, for sure. But I'll but I'll probably say this. If CES was in let's say New York, Texas, somewhere that I have to travel very far for, right. I would probably start thinking twice about how many days I go, what I'm doing, cost of travel, all of the good stuff. Yeah. And for me, within the last couple of years, I will say that MWC still holds a spot for me. I feel like if there is a trade show to go once a year for me. For MWC mobile, is it, one, yeah, for mobile, it's still... it absolutely is where it is. Not because of the announcement, but also because of the availability of all the different for entities. Sure. The but we used to have years where mm-hmm. Samsung Unpacked was like the weekend before. Absolutely. We do, and we now... We were there with the... Yeah. The S7 Plus was it or something? I forgot right away. They gave, oh, they gave us yeah. all the key VRs and then they... That, it, was it was right S, after that. They it was S8. But maybe. anyway. Yeah. But well, moving moving to today... We were young, but yeah. <laughs> no, we were spry. Um, so I, I, I'll just be really curious to see how this year plays out because I feel like the entire industry is trying to ratchet some kind of momentum or excitement. Yeah. And one, I'm not sure consumers are game. I think consumers are exhausted by tech right now. But I'll be really curious to see how we start kind of crawling out of this sort of low point for the industry. Because it's not happening with 5G. 5G has been a dud. Um, I, I feel like a lot of consumers are really tired of losing features on phones. Like how many family members you have that are on older phones that still have hardware bits that no longer are supported at all. Like they're just not put into any new phone. Um, I'll be really curious to see like what maybe gets consumers excited again about getting this stuff. Cause right now it just feels like a burden and it feels like an obligation. It doesn't feel like, Oh, I got a new phone. It's, Oh, I got to transfer all my stuff and I got to set up this new phone and all right, it does the same phone things, I guess, but they're not trying the new things that these phones can do. So I'll be really curious to see how this year, no, how this I, year kind of builds. If if the salesperson at the store always says this has the best camera on the market, this is the best <laughs> camera phone on the thing. No, we did and, that and last all, week. They're no, all know, incorrect. They're all incorrect. The iPhone we, is the best camera. Uh, we said know. the iPhone 15 Pro is the best iPhone camera of 2023. I don't see what ultra slash you know wins. I don't see what what anyone has to argue with that. We already it gave an it. It isn't. I, I was that I was, award. It was an affirmation. I wanted to make we sure affirmed. we affirm now what we said last week, <laughs> sealing in the contract contractual right. obligation so that we can For get sure. the big checks. This yes. is literally all I'm trying to do. I want to get a For big sure. fat check at the end of the year because I'm not making it on YouTube. The, and, and we keep getting the monologues because of our songs. But you know what? I think <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain there, kiddos. <laughs> and, the, and the show went south. Everybody's like, I'm disconnected. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll say the uh, let, we'll have to obviously see. I'm I'm a little bit anxious to see some of the things that were you know some of the announcements and whatever they're going to do at CES. But at the end of the day, less and less I'm. If I didn't have specific people or companies that I'm going there to see specifically, yeah. and believe it or not, none of them are on the show floor, with the exception of one. I yeah. probably would not more, would more just, and that yeah. also makes me anxious for the trade show because the last yeah. time I went to CES. Most of my, most of the good interactions that I was having were um, off, the show, off the show floor, yeah. And then at the the mini shows, the the for those of you who don't know, there are these like show within a shows. There, yeah. uh, there's Pepcom and Showstoppers. You'll hear 
techies the talk ABN, about that. All the good shows, yes. Sorry. You know, all, all the... Small <laughs> was shows. not expecting... Very, yeah. yeah uh, that one actually took me by surprise. I was going to try and yes and you there, and it was like, there's no way for me to do that and keep this stream PG-13. You, you, you uh, yep, nope. That's, that's why I threw the acronym. Because, like... I, I'm also going through yet another rewatch of Halt and Catch Fire, and they go to CES, and while they're there, there is that passing joke of it was always next to APN. <laughs> so anyway, no, uh, the it's always been that combo it, for many, many years, up to like maybe five <laughs> or seven years ago. It was always uh, they were always at the same time, and you would always basically, <laughs> especially if you went to the Venetian or if you're anywhere around. Oh the God. Family, yeah. You'd be like, where am I going and what's going on right here? I'm going to a let, tech show, but then you're like, wait a minute. Let me tell you, like, having done CESs, because like, I think I've done 15 CESs. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I haven't been back recently. So that's how long I've yes, been you, off and on going and I, to CES. We have not been able to hang out at CES since. <sighs> I know. What, was it the LG G7? Was it the 7? Which one was it that you were vlogging with while you were working for New Egg? Might have been a V30. Oh, maybe a V. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was the V series. You were you were vlogging with it. You had a tripod. You, were, anyways. Um, so, I know a gimbal, but, but yeah. But doing do I no? I made that homemade plate. Anyway, we don't have to get it. That's old. Yeah, yeah. I, I am old. It's that's that's even crazy old. Um, but from having gone through all of those different eras, like I was always, I was so happy when we crawled out of the like the booth babe phenomenon. Which is just so gross. And, like, you're already at CES, and there already is another presence of another trade show for a different kind of industry. Like, there are a bunch of those historical... Those moments in time will not age well when history looks back on different aspects of our industry. This is the time to kind of be reflective of, like, the ghosts of CES's past, Past. you know? It's like, ooh. and, 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 and And for that being said... I really hope that one of these days we'll be able to start doing. I mean, I know we started to go sure. places together. We've gone to New York together. We're yeah. starting, you know, we're slowly picking here, getting you That's back on the, you know, on the travel saddle. I got, um, I got to get back into travel shape. I am not an effective traveler right now, I, so dude, it's I, on me. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I got my report from United on how many flights and how many places I've been to. Ah, ah sucker. Um, yeah, that was a lot. I, and I, I, I really need to tone it down. <laughs> Tone it down. Be realistic, and 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 and, uh, and realistically, I may not necessarily need to go to every single thing. I enjoyed all of it. I'll say this: Shenzhen for me was the most fun of all yeah. the trips I've gone to because I get to see that whole behind the scene type of work, and I get to talk to, for sure, you know, Oppo behind cameras, and and you know, and see those pieces there. Um, and then you know, just being part of that experience. And last year with the Find X Six Pro getting early access to it at a private area uh, when we were traveling after MWC, that was just the most epic experience ever. But yeah, I will say this is a new year. Let's see how it goes. Um, I will, there's a few things in there that I can't share with right now, but there's a few companies I'm going to meet that hopefully I can share with you guys some stuff mm-hmm. um, maybe in January, February timeframe. So I'm hoping for exciting Should stuff. be some good stuff. Yeah. I, again, I'm, I'm getting some interesting pitches. And again, I feel like this is going to be another year where, I actively try not to cover every phone so I can mm-hmm. keep some time freed up for other accessories. I'm talking to a, a laptop manufacturer that I think will be kind of interesting 
to check out. So again, similarly, I, I, I hope that we find like a good year of building on some mm-hmm. of these ideas and then also sort of diversifying because I, yeah. I think we're all looking at ways that we can kind of shake up some of this conversation to just find what's fun and not always kind of get stuck in just this is the process by which I review a phone. And then I end up making that video 20 times over the course of the year. Um, we, we do have a couple of fun comments here. Uh, Michael Pepper tech 2022, uh, 2023 was slow for me, but I just checked and I made 292 videos. That's, that's still a lot of videos for a slow year. Mm-hmm. That's quite a bit. <laughs> so, Michael Peppertech, I think you're you might even like have me beat. I don't know. I mean, unless we're counting all my podcasts and stuff too, because then I got a weekly on you. But that's a pretty good run for someone got, who had a slow year. You got two weeklies, and you've guessed you've guessed on multiple podcasts this year. I only guessed it on like maybe one or two. Like I talk a lot. Yeah, people love having me on podcasts because, like, we know he'll fill an hour, and we don't have to do anything. (laughs) Why do you think I? I'm just. I was. I'm not. Um, I just want to check GQA two on a weekly basis for sure. I just want to check with anyone who's listening. We got a comment here from Steve that TK could use a slight increase in volume. Um, I'm seeing my levels are aren't peaky, but they are a little warm. So let me know if I just need to turn myself down. Okay. But so anyone who's who's listening there, uh, just okay. just give us a give us a shout. Um, I boosted myself a little bit, so hopefully you know I sound like okay. a big boy now. And if I don't, That's great. please let me know. Yeah. And uh, Michael Corcoran, it's always fun trying to predict if the headlines ahead of time because you know they will be framed this way. When we were talking about like OnePlus is going to use old technology for their chargers. Oh, so, so speaking of, um, I got a package from OnePlus. This is really weird. So they sent me the sweater, yeah. the typical Christmas sweater. It was adorable. Absolutely fantastic. To- totally cutesy. All of the good stuff. I'm just kidding. Never settled the best sweater ever. My son already sold it for me. So that's the situation that's going on. Great. Yeah. So this is his sweater now. Um, <laughs> they included, they did include a wireless charger, mm, a OnePlus branded wireless charger. And I think it's the same one that we had with the OnePlus 10 Pro. I couldn't confirm it. Okay. I'm trying to find my old, it, just wireless I think I've got mine over here. And it looked like it. And, uh, but I, and I saw something on, um, I like think this was guy, it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, exactly. That's the same thing. It's the Great. one, but I think the one, uh, it's the one with the USB-C that was detached. Not the, the not the, atta- not the first gen, the second gen. The one with the active cooling on it. So yeah. Oh. So so yeah, that this has could a little be, fan on it. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. I think the one you have is the second. Because remember, they made two versions of it. The first version. Oh, that's right. The very first one, the cable was the cable was pre right, right, pre connected. Right. You could never use it. Well, like, you know, yeah. it's, it 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 would be an interesting little tease if if only we had any information about the OnePlus 12 that we could share I with have people. No out there. idea. There's no way for us to know. Let me but, check my super you know, secret spec sheet. That's seeing only- seeing this, you know, that you got sent a wireless charger like this. Because yeah. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we would hook this up to like a 65 watt warp charger, and then it would charge wirelessly at like 50 watts. Yeah, excuse I, me. I, I think that's the was that was that about version. where we were. I so this would the, charge. Were doing the math, yeah, sixty-five down to fifty. So you 10 percent faster than Samsung's peak cabled charging, which Samsung can't sustain. Nope. 
Um, but this could wirelessly. It's just interesting that they would send that to you because you know the OnePlus Eleven doesn't have that's wireless so charging. The Eleven T doesn't. The Open doesn't have wireless. Oh, that's no, weird. The, yeah, the Open doesn't have it either. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, that's, that's strange. That's strange maybe, that they would do they that. I don't know. Up. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe they just had some old stuff like kicking around in a box and like. Let's, They're like, let's I don't know. Give, let's give up some shelves. TK, <laughs> wireless charger. He looks like he needs it. No, dude. I, oh, man, I was, I was on... Um, I, I really like the Open. I, I really like the OnePlus Open. I, I, of, of all of the foldables that I've used, it has, it has that non-foldable <laughs> feeling with a foldable work, a work environment in it that it just makes sense to me. I like it, and I like it quite a bit. So I'm excited for for what they're bringing in. Like you said, if, mm-hmm. if the 12 is an open without the open part, yep, it's fantastic. It is absolutely. Yeah, it's already a winner. It's already the a winner. Open is and, such and, a solid. And it brings phone. in yeah. some of those features that I felt like the 11 lost because of that adjustment that OnePlus is trying to do. And now we're finally going back to to legit what what their phone should be. Don't need to put the pro in it. Just can't kind of go with it. Um, yeah. And I think we'll have to see, but yeah, so for sure, got, got a couple other comments here. Yeah. Uh, Michael Corcoran was watching was watching Android Faithful, and they showed TK in Berlin. So someone <laughs> you were in someone's photo album there, and then Simon says Hypno says I saw a Pixel Fold review where TK and Isa showed up in London. So you're just you're just getting around. So you're you're just all oh, over. Oh, that's the place right. Isa right and I went to um, Oppo again. Um, we were at Wimbledon. <laughs> they invited us for. The Find N2 Flip um, was the it was uh, they announced that the Find N2 Flip was the sponsored phone for Wimbledon, mm-hmm. so Oppo was there. Um, so yeah, they did actually quite a few of us went there. I think Mark was in there. Mark uh, was with us as well. Uh, it was um, it was out of the blue and weird. I-, I was coming back from a vacation with the family in Paris and London, which I mm-hmm. kind of also did a little bit of work with Honor at the time. Um, and then surprisingly, they're like, Hey, we'd love to have you here in London. I'm like, okay, great. I went back home on Sunday, went back on a flight on Monday, came back to London. It was like back and forth across the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, I, I got to work. It's good on times. It, it was, it was, it was nice. London, London is, London is fun. It's always fun for me to go visit because it's never the same, but it's familiar enough yeah. for me that I feel comfortable in it. Same thing with Paris. Those are like, and Berlin and now MWC, which is kind of weird. God. And Berlin is such a fun town. Like Marie and I are actively debating, like we need to take a family vacation in Europe somewhere. Yeah. And, and like, we're, we're kind of sparring. I, I want to see if I can get her out to Berlin just cause it's, it's great. Berlin, um, beautiful for sure. Yeah. We should, we should probably dig into this evening's festivities cause we do oh, have I a know. series of criteria to describe. Absolutely. Um, and then also, uh, let me get this set up here. So, um, welcome to our recap everybody Shush, has their own now. <laughs> some kind of celebratory fanfare oh wait let's see if this works let's see um celebratory fanfare the best smartphones of 2023 Yay! i'm ripping that off from my stream deck my audio kit so i had to replace the power supply in my pc and yeah. i did a windows 11 update and now mm-hmm. everything is broken so I'm c- using completely different plugins and processing and routing and, and like it's been maddening. It okay. took me oh. a week <laughs> to get audio back into Isn't my it, stream deck. Doesn't it mess you up always? When, <sighs> when things work, they just work. But when things go south, it, it takes you forever to figure out. I don't know what happened. O- OBS just completely nuked itself. 
So I, I don't know why nothing's working there. So um, welcome to our best of the year smartphones. Yes. Like last week's show, we have set up a calendar criteria. So just like with cars, people are already driving 2024 model year cars. Those launch early in 2023. We are now trying to set up a window Mm -hmm. for phones um, that we're going to keep up with consistently. So maybe by this time next year, we'll be talking about phones that were released in December. But it's generally that November cutoff. And as newer phones are released now, we're really looking at those as the next generation of devices that are really meant to compete over the the majority of next year. So that's the first sort of bracket that we have to discuss is our window is a little offset. Mm-hmm. from just the calendar year um and uh what that we feel like that's probably the most appropriate way to kind of look at it's a slight this com- generation it's of slightly chips compressed year a little bit but yeah yeah and and but we're looking at one generation of socs and chips we're looking at this generation of camera tech so if yep. you don't see a vivo x100 or a xiaomi 14 those will be in consideration for our 2024 awards so don't yes. feel like we're snubbing them. We are framing, we're, we're trying to look at the generations of devices for this window. Um, Simon says Hypno already spoiled it for us. The iPhone wins it all. So there you go. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you all in 2024. Merry Christmas. Um, uh, happy New holidays. Year. You know, all of the good stuff. Um, <laughs> it was great. The 2022 was a busy so, year. Um, I like to thank uh, we, all the fans only the fans all all uh, those all those people that made this happen you know those people we had to step on to get to where we are i didn't want to say Um, in my mind i was thinking i want to thank all the all the little people people. yeah no i i I can't uh not not on this channel oh Uh, this this podcast channel is doing great so um (laughs) what we have what we have is not just one single solitary best phone because i think if any of you have watched either of our videos, either of our YouTube channels, you would be insulted if we came to the end of the year and said, this phone is the bestest. Because so much of our conversation is trying to get people to pick different devices that are really the exact right fit for their needs. So yep. we've got a bracket with, I didn't do the count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have eight different categories that we're going to go through. And uh, we're going to do the same thing that we did with camera camera tech. I have a winner and a runner-up. TK has filled out his bracket as well. I don't yeah. know if he did a winner and a runner-up for every every I, category. I, I think what the way we're going to do this, which will be very entertaining, is we're going to try to see how we we can't make things just match because i watched the show after last week and i were like a lot of our conversations felt like they were rehearsed and they weren't realistically what you saw on the no. show was real yeah that was, was basically live. me literally just responding back to Juan's brackets and, and, and I, like, I had no idea what tk was going to respond with he didn't know what my winners were we, yeah, I, we, I, we I kept have ideas that. but like yeah it, yeah it, <laughs> i mean let's some let's, of the categories we're looking in are based on personal experience and personal usage for sure and although we're we have a lot of similar things Obviously, he uses his devices for in a different manner than mm-hmm. I would, and I've had opportunities to be able to test out certain hardware that he hasn't been able to, you know, experience. And let's say when I was going to Korea, I had some challenges, you know, taking devices outside of the U.S., especially phones that are made for the U.S. Not everything is hunky dory. Things uh, yeah. things can have can be challenging. I'll say that. 
<laughs> well, and I wrote the brackets and just like last week, I was like, oh, I thought this one would be easy. Oh, no, actually, this category was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be to come up with the two. So um, why don't we kick off the festivities and Absolutely. we have different categories of phones and our first category. I'm going to drop this in the chat because that kind of helped me also just do some uh, some time okay. codes. Oh, yeah, I remember. So, yeah, I saw them. I saw them last week. It's. It's a lot of fun. Best communicator. Oh, communicator. Yes, definitely. The best communicator phone. I feel like we now, need to have the uh, Star Trek thing and just brrr, kick communicator. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've got like my mic on. I should have just tapped that and blown out all of the uh, RIP headphone wearers. So, a phone <laughs> goes to his wireless mics too. I mean, you're working on a road. You could go to another road. It's great. So, a communicator phone. Yes, sir. We I call these things smartphones, but, but, but TK, TK and I have pointed out on many, many occasions, what we yeah. call a phone is really a sophisticated pocket computer where phone is one of the least used apps on your pocket computer. So it what we are looking is. at yeah. for best communicator are devices that keep you connected, keep you messaging, help you talk to people, help you get information. It is more well-rounded than just does it take phone calls. In years past, per my personal preference would have been to give this to something like a BlackBerry Key 2. Is it the best for playing games? No. Nope. Is that little keyboard really great for putting in shortcuts and speed dialing and texting and messaging and co collecting all that information, I still mm -hmm. feel like the Key 2 is one of the all-time best communicator phones ever made. Absolutely. So, TK, would you like to go first, or would you like me to kick off I think I'll, I'll do this. the I, best I, communicators of 2023? I think we should do them back and forth. I'll say, let's, I'll have you kick off communicator, and I'll kick I'll, off... I'll start off with communicator. communicator. Okay. Yeah. So, best communicator of 2023, I have chosen the Pixel 7a... Okay. And my follow-up phone is the Moto Edge. The Moto Edge of 2023. So the Ed, Moto I, Edge Plus. Yeah. Ed, Ed, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes. The no, Plus. No, no, wait. Sorry. It no. Is. Moto Edge, not Moto Edge Plus. Yes. There was an Edge? Wasn't there just like the straightforward Edge? No. I thought or did I, I, did I look I, up their site and get that wrong? Moto Edge 2023. I thought it was the Edge Plus. Well, either way. I, I was like. No, no. Let, let's 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 uh, let's take to the judge. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have yeah, Moto Edge twenty twenty three three forty nine ninety nine. Oh, okay. So we're talking about a different version. Okay, no, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. So I went, I went solid mid rangers. Mm -hmm. We're looking at phones that that perform respectably well. They don't yep. need to have crazy over the top features, but. Mm -hmm. Motorola has a business-grade communication setup for a lot of their phones. And I think the Pixel, getting all of the call call waiting, transcribing, uh, speech-to-text, uh, put people on hold, all of those uh, Pixel-y features really make filtering communication a breeze. So I had to give a win to the Pixel. But the thing about a communicator phone is you also don't need to go and spend $1,000 if you're going to cover messaging and oh, communication absolutely. so i really wanted to kind of rein in for me a communicator is very well serviced in as like a solid mid-ranger option 
Okay. No, um, I, I won't disagree with you on the 7A. I think the 7A is absolutely a, a, kick, a, a banger there because my 7 my seven Pro was the one I, I chose to to work with. But then I also remember that the Pixel 6 Pro from last year, the one that runs the same processor mm-hmm. as the 7A, was absolutely a banger. You're right. From a communication standpoint, I think um, when I look at a communicator, just for reference as far as the bracket itself – I'm not mm-hmm. just referring to phone calls, but I'm also talking about voice over IP voice, uh, phone calls, like for voice, sure. you know, voice over LTE, connectivity, Wi-Fi, uh, you know, how well is it able to get signal and so on. Um, sure. I felt like the 6 Pro, obviously it's outside of our bracket. 6 Pro had some challenges, but it was primarily because yeah. of the antennas that were built in. And of course, with the Samsung modem at the time, the 7 Pro for me took it, helped. probably helped with that because of the, I personally got the chance to experience it. I would in still the US, say... Pixel mm-hmm. 7a loses a few points because of that Samsung radio. I'm just saying the call waiting features and the Google messaging features mm-hmm. give it just that bit of an edge yep. where your criteria, it's absolutely correct that the hardware on that phone would be a little bit more challenging if you're out in poorer network conditions. Oh, than and, and if you try to run dual SIM, uh, dual an eSIM and a SIM oh, connection, yeah. traveling. It gets so real internationally toasty. for me, that was very taxing on, on, on so a Pixel So what, 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 what is your communicator pick for 2023? If I had to pick a one communicator device that worked absolutely fantastic for me anytime and whatever on it, it's going to sound cheesy though, but the S23 Ultra did it for me. <gasps> And it's and it's because how dare you and and well yeah and and this is where again it kind of comes back into how we use it and what we do with it. When I was in NWC and I had the Seven Pro and I had the S twenty three Ultra mm-hmm. with me, I had the I had the opportunity to switch SIM cards and I was using them both and I had eSIMs in both. Weirdly enough, the Seven Pro did get warmer. It, it as a oh, phone yeah. when you're traveling and you're using it and it's consistently pinging that modem's trying to keep that connection. It worked great, and for that, why, this is why I would probably would have said, yeah, as a second runner up, the Seven Pro was absolutely there. But the mm-hmm. battery drain and the heating from it on the uh, on the Tensor Two just made it so that I sure. could not rely on it all the time. Now you got said like the S23, you wouldn't just do a vanilla S23? Oh, absolutely. No, no, I was going to say the the conversation for the S23 Ultra carries down because the features we're talking about are not connected to um, uh, what I was going to say, the uh, just the HN2 or all those specific. Mm-hmm. It's the same radios, the same function as. So an S23, so Samsung's S23 lineup of devices, when I was using a SIM and an eSIM on it, managed battery and radio communication much better. I was able to put buy 5G that. on yeah. that much better. JGJ is asking, did the S23 have a Samsung modem? And one of the reasons why... I think so many folks were excited about Samsung in 2023 was it was one of the only years where there wasn't this weird international split. Exynos Qualcomm in some regions and Exynos in others. It Mm -hmm. was Qualcomm across the board. And so people who would normally have to suffer an Exynos in the EU were finally able to see like a Samsung running the way it should. (laughs) <laughs> it should exactly no no absolutely so for me when i'm after using it internationally and 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 although it wasn't the s23 it was the fold 5 traveling to korea okay. going That's back fair. to internationally i've had more consistent better battery life and more reliable communication on a samsung not to say that again pixel 8 pro or sorry the pixel 7 pro was absolutely working there was nothing wrong mm-hmm. with the ability of making calls it's just i couldn't rely on the battery and it was drawing much faster than it should have been. and do you have a runner-up 
for your best for your favorite uh, actually no but that's what i was saying the s23 would have been first and the and 7 pro would be my runner i was so close i wanted to stick with moto moto for mm-hmm. my runner-up i was so close to doing uh a razor razor so I not think... not the razor plus but just the, the standard the razor. less expensive standard razor yeah, you know, yeah. you can prop it up easier for a video call. You still have a lot of these sort of fun features. And then it folds. I mean, it folds shut in a way where you have to focus on I'm mm-hmm. opening it because I'm wanting to do something with it. But ultimately, I kind of thought, you know, for how inexpensive the Moto Edge was this year, I, I kind of I needed to focus on that as just being the the most streamlined, but still in a nicer tier. It's not like the lowest end that Motorola has to offer. So No, no, no. They went those... with a decent... The, the the Razer standard Razer was the 7 Gen 1, although oh, yeah. not necessarily the current gen. It still is a very capable processor. It's a mid-range processor. It's basically the 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 standard that most of us used to basically say mm-hmm. pixels used to use right they used to be 765s yeah. well, and to i, I think i think the flip phones represent the nicest idea of what a yeah. communicator phone can be they're the most exotic it, flavors i know it yeah. reminds me also of a communicator because it, it exactly it like yeah. a communicator. <laughs> i know i know no, exactly no no, no. Li- like figuratively and literally um, so moving moving on why don't we move on to our next category Yes. And uh, this is another one that's been near and dear to our hearts. And you're going to have to take the, the lead one. on this one. Well, so, I mean, so, uh, yeah. so uh, the category being? The category being? TK is starting us off with the best gaming, gaming. phones gaming of phones 2023. Of 2023. And I will say, this is going to sound weird, but uh, so obviously... Red Magic and, and RG are the best known names on the market. Oh, don't don't preface. Don't don't list like ten phones and then be like, oh, no, but no, this no, one's there really no, no. isn't that. No, no, there you're, isn't many. There you got to jump straight in. There your, are three phones. Your be- well, no, there there can be some other arguments for. for well, best I don't know. Gaming. I meant to say okay, so maybe absolutely. Um, I'll say that <laughs> there. My my main phone, even though I didn't get a chance to play with it, although it would be a phone that I wanted to play because I've used them before. For I sure. have one sitting right here. Would definitely be the Red Magic. Red Magic for me would be, and, and it and it's it, the main one I'm picking over ROG primarily because of the way it handles gaming. ROG mm-hmm. I feel like is a little bit more controlled, more. I mean, it's it, it's a prettier phone. Maybe some people might say Red Magic yeah. makes really nice phones. Both have similar features: headphone jack, video output, triggers, have uh, active cooling, ex- additional accessories to cool the device. Sure, sure, sure. All the plethora. The the eight Pro would be for me. Uh, not even the second generation, the eight Pro, because I think that was, for the most part, the agent two took over, uh, would be my my first pick. My second pick, and surprisingly for the price point, is a Poco, the Poco oh, F five. Okay, like, that was seriously, I, I that really right for the price for the features. That is absolutely a banging device there. Like they've set it up. I correctly. love that we're kind of wavelengthing on this. Yeah. So my best gaming phones. Mm-hmm. Um, my top pick was the Red Magic 8S Pro. I did go for the refresh over oh, that. No, oh, no, I, I, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I think, and my second, my second pick was ROG Phone Seven, but I was so close to going Poco mm-hmm. for best gaming phone because of the price to performance. It's just how plus, insane! It's that Seven Plus Gen Plus two. Gen Two. It, it it's incredible. It's it's a it's that was my number three. Yeah. Yeah. And and for me it was like I had to kind of like judge it. Okay, so if I said 
because the ROG, ROG is a is a is a is a powerhouse, and I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to put it down. And I think you would still get an amazing gaming experience, mm-hmm. but from a price bang for the buck type of a gaming experience, oh, yeah. I feel like the Red Magic just always hits it out of the park. It's mm-hmm. not going to be great in the camera department, but that's not why I'm getting that. Phone. I'm getting it <laughs> for, for gaming. Sure. I'm not yeah. getting it for hey, how well this under display camera looks. No. I want to get the, I want to get the ha- the fastest refresh rate. I want to get the fastest uh, charging battery. I want to have yeah. battery separation. I want to be able to play games without having to worry about charging my phone or heating mm-hmm. up my phone from it. So that's where it wins. And then if I want to be able to say I want to save some money and get a really good gaming phone on the market, Poco for Poco. me. Yeah, they, they, I'm hoping so they continue good. this. I really I'm really want hoping we the see the return to the to the bumpers and triggers from the GT series. Yeah, I want them. It would be really cool. Yeah. yeah so no. I, I I was so with you. Mm-hmm. I was so close to going Poco, mm-hmm. but for me it was like trying to find things that those phones excelled at. They and yeah. ROG phone is our last mega DAC phone. Yeah. So it's, it's the last one. the last one. So I had I, I like it eked out a win against Poco. I mean it just ne- I mean if I sat there and really did charts with points and stuff, we're talking about like a one point win from the judges. Like it was so close I, there, for me not doing Poco. There, but Red Magic has a performance tier that no one else can touch because of active cooling. We were just talking about Red Magic. Um, ROG phone has uh, audio capabilities that no other phone can touch. Oh, absolutely. And then Poco takes this incredible win for uh, Bang for Buck. And Bang yeah. for Buck is cool. I don't ever want to minimize the impact of Bang for Buck. But mm-hmm. Bang for Buck is not something that excels in any category or in any tier. It's just oh, this is really cool within this envelope. So that's why my Poco got nudged out when uh, we started, when I started doing my list. No, no I, absolutely. And I, and I don't want to take anything away from ROG. I got a chance to play with the Diablo edition version of last year, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It was the base model. But ROG is just, it, it's in its category of its own. And I really do hope that they yeah. continue to, to do what they were doing because there was some rumors sure. going on about them potentially stopping. But... Um, yeah, yeah. For, for where we are right now and to kind of go both, I think if I'm not mistaken, the seven, the eight pro and the Poco F5 are actually considered to be well-priced for what they're offering. Oh yeah. Totally. Like ROG is very still, cost effective. That's the yeah. thing with the ROG. It kind of hits higher. It's like at a thousand mm-hmm. and above where both of the two, which is why ROG didn't take my win because we're talking about gaming and it can't beat the red magic. Yeah. Not without additional accessories. So it can't win, but it is our last audio uh, device. Actually, um, Xperia was also pretty close to, Xperia, to taking a gaming so, win too. So for me, Xperia, so yeah, that was the weird part about it as well. For Xperia, for me is is a, an all rounder, very powerhouse of a device. The four K one twenty display that we have in here is a unique. Mm-hmm. unicorn type of a solution kind of like how rog is but also for me it was sony it's not even like the screen and the headphone jack because mm-hmm. the headphone jack on a sony is just good it's not oh, yeah. incredible and actually the amp on red magic i think beats the amp on an xperia but xperia comes in with less distortion and a higher well, quality audio signal but for and, me and the reason why I, also, I feel like yeah the speakers on the xperia might be a little bit better but yeah well and again 
less distortion, better yep. clarity, but red magic, definitely louder. <laughs> <laughs> well, because again, you know, balls to the wall, that type but, of solution here. But the reason, the reason why I was so close to giving Sony a potential nod in this mm -hmm. race also was charge separation. So HS H power control yeah. is a huge deal when R you want to so offload. Yeah, ROG has the same, and I think if I'm not Red mistaken, Magic has the Red same. same. They, they've yeah. realized that it's a feature you need to have. They they follow suit, oh, yeah. and I'm glad that they copied that. Um, it's just that if you had to kind of go spec for spec, the Xperia has the, the highest spec on it. And mm -hmm. one of the aspect, one of the other things that I would probably say the Xperia wins in is also the form factor. The yeah. shape of the display that we have on the Xperia, because it's a longer, more of a let's say remote style experience, mm -hmm. you tend to be you tend to let, have less fingers in the middle of your screen. They're more sitting <laughs> on the side. You get more screen real estate yeah. going on. Um, so for me, like I said, we're making one at first and runner up. Mm -hmm. Again, I was trying to go for the bang for the buck type of solution. Yeah, so and like and that's so close because like if I'm doing on screen controls, there's that. But then mm -hmm. there's also shoulder triggers on yeah. other phones. So, like, man, I, I got to tell you, every time we do one of these where we just talk about it with ourselves, like, oh, it should be easy. Like, what was the best phone that did this? And you're like, oh, no. But this oh, but I liked this. all these phones. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and I'll say this. The, the Poco F5 is still currently being used as a gaming phone in this household. Oh, yeah. So this is one of the I reasons believe why. It. Yeah, and and I feel like I, mean, I even I offered you my old Black Shark, and he was like, "No." Nah. <laughs> so um, we're gonna move on to our next category here, which means I'll be I'm gonna be starting us off on this conversation. Yeah. Uh, our You're next a content creator, right? Our our next uh, category is best content creation phone. Yeah, and given our camera awards last week, I don't think anyone's gonna be shocked by my two picks. I, I can put these out pretty easy. <laughs> my winner ultimately is the Xperia 1 Mark V. And my uh, runner-up is the Xiaomi 13 Ultra. Just, I, I believe they're the two just powerhouse all-rounder. Not only mm -hmm. just for they've got good cameras, they are so well positioned for just about any sort of podcast, video, short um, kind of task that you might want to run on them. They both have video output, though they don't have desktop modes. You can still use more of the phone on a larger canvas. And then just mm -hmm. great storage options, great um, great performance, great video capabilities. So that's those are the two I had to give the win and the runner-up, Sony and Xiaomi for best content creation. Guess which ones are mine. I'm going to say Oppo. Oh, yeah. That, that was an easy one. But, yeah, of course. So, I, I mean, but which one is the other one and in what order? Yeah, see, that's what I don't know. That's where I think you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get me on this is I think okay. Oppo was your, was your winner. The Find X6 Pro was your winner. And then I don't know what you would have done for a runner-up. But I'm okay. feeling maybe Xiaomi. So I'll say this. Xiaomi for me, the Find X6 Pro and, and the Xiaomi are, and the 13 Ultra are two of my favorites. If I had to say at the end of the year, I have to take two phones with me and this is the two phones. I, those are the ones I'm going to walk away with. There's no question there. From an overall productivity level, content creation, content consumption, mm -hmm. editing, producing, doing everything that I want to do on the go from a phone, those are the phones I want to, I, I will go with. Uh, and, and 
to, to kind of round it up, actually, I, I agree with you on the first one. I actually think Sony is is the well-rounded. Gotcha. And, and the, rea- the, re- the reason behind that is it wasn't just because of the functions that it does on its own, but mm-hmm. it's on, on how it behaves when you connect it to a camera. Yeah. Those are the features that I felt like even the Xiaomi and even the Oppo don't have that. We, I mean, oh, no. we know that Android supports video in. You know, it's, yeah, uh, you, you can know, do apps and stuff, but it's not the same when it's a it, native part of the operating system. And it records to your phone. Yeah. It does a local backup of the video feed. This was one of the new features they pushed out with the 5 mm-hmm. as opposed to the uh, you know fourth generation. And so it, it's from the... Connecting it to have it as a video monitor, having the you know the the actual you know ta- on screen display video peaking uh, color, um, sorry uh, peaking and all of that focus for, for focus yeah. peaking, um, but the addition of the ability of recording on device. So now you have a copy of the video that you recorded with audio yeah. on your on your on your mobile device, and you can just start editing it there. You don't have to transfer the content. If you want to turn on turn on FTP, you can transfer content through it. There were so many more things that Sony has done to make it do mm-hmm. more than a phone. So from a content creation, yeah, absolutely. Hook up a pair of glasses to that or hook up an external mm-hmm. display. You can edit yeah. with that, install LumaFusion, do everything you want to do. Uh, you can use some of the Sony applications to upload the con- uh, audio to the cloud, separate audio, clean up audio process. Yeah, there, Sony is in its own category, seriously, yeah. when it comes down to productivity. But I would say that my runner-up would be the Find X6 Pro, not because the 13 Ultra isn't great, is just from like my hand gravitates to the six pro. It it's just, it's that grand unknown where it, on they're paper, sitting on the I can table. agree with you about yeah. Find X six pro, but for there's something about the feel and the expectations mm-hmm. of shooting on Xiaomi that appeal to me. Oh, and absolutely. I think it's 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 the, just the flip. You're on the other side of the coin for that with the Find X six pro. But I'm glad you also brought that up because the other thing I completely spaced in tabulating my results in my head, mm-hmm. um, Sony's broadcast features. Yeah. I am shocked that the Xperia yeah, is not more popular in this kind of mobile production workflow where it is Samsung so capable. used to do it. They used to I, have that as a feature in their system and they took it out. And I was and like, why? why? Like, why would you take streaming Why? Off? With so many people it's wanting so to stream good. off the device. Exactly. So, yeah, to Twitch and to YouTube built in into... So, it becomes the best companion device for another camera. It's a capable camera on its own. It can be a broadcast modem. It can be uh, an external monitor that records to display. And it can also do uh, some really, really good work with audio. So, okay, I'm I'm glad we're on the same page there for um, for content creation. When we say creation, to me, yeah, that is, there's like... Like on all fronts. they They have their own category. Sony just holds it. And they're there. <laughs> and although other companies will will come close, like I said, the Find X6 Pro, if there has ever been a thing that maybe will hold the Find X6 Pro for me back a little bit, mm-hmm. I'll say that the 13 Ultra has an international variant of it where the 6 Pro yeah. does not. And that would give the 13 Ultra maybe a little bit more of a nudge on my side because of the sure. ability of sharing content, transferring content. So I, I would say stuff. Yeah. that is a fair regional consideration. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I also have the Chinese edition Xiaomi no, same. Ultra. No, no, I, I know. I, so I mean, I, just I kind of feel it's also like just today. phone to phone legit. Yeah. Like for us, I think that's always going to be 
you know, the, the, the side that we land on either side, there's just something about the Xiaomi that I dig. And I know that there's just something about the Find X6 Pro while that I was, you dig. And... Well, but so for, because the, it's hard to point over, the Find X6 Pro takes amazing pictures for me and it's great in video when I'm using it for close-ups. Mm-hmm. So from a productivity level, when I create content with it, I find it easier to jump in and grab that phone to grab it and go create content with it, come back than it is with the 13 ultra. But on the mm. flip side, when I was in Hong Kong and I was doing street shots, I took the 13 ultra I didn't take the find X six pro that it was yeah. the, con- the opposite version of that. As I look in my uh, camera reel on my uh, 13 ultra, they're all pictures of Hong Kong. I was yeah. all around Hong Kong and <laughs> like I was enjoying taking pictures with it, taking pictures of Omar, scenic, street photography, just overall everything in there. I feel much better. Like I feel like it's more of a legit um, photography camera out, outdoors. But if mm-hmm. when I have to tabulate everything from the sense of like if I'm grabbing something that can do everything and, I, and it does it well enough for me, the Find X6 Pro just does more of that well-rounding where yeah. I find that 13 Ultra is a little sense. bit more work for me. So that was primarily it. I'm not taking anything away from it. I, I totally agree with you. How um, dare you have a nuanced take on your preferences <laughs> and your bias, sir? Your oh bias. My, my bias, yes. I'm, so speaking I'm, I'm of your bias, you're, 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 you're taking us uh, into this next category here. Yeah, no. Where uh, uh, best productivity phone of 2023. I'll be curious to see what your answer is here. I'm going to go, this is going to sound like, okay, so I feel like productivity for me when it comes to the category is Mm -hmm. how well can I be, can I, can I, how easy it's for me to get in to produce content, edit from it, and how flexible Mm -hmm. is the device that I'm using to allow me to do so. For that being said, for me, for 2023, it's going to sound really pretty much just and primarily because of DeX. I feel like Samsung wins that for me. (laughs) Okay. Because... Although we have, let's say, Honor devices and Huawei devices that still have desktop mode. No, no, no. We still haven't even gotten to the one that you said wins. Like, Oh, no, no, no. The so, S23 so Ultra I know Samsung Dex. No, no, no. Absolutely. The S23, S23 Ultra. Okay. Yeah. Oh, S23 sorry, Ultra sorry, sorry, sorry. Would be I just, the best. Yeah. From a productivity, from a, sorry, from a productivity established centric function of what this device is. Sure. From the processor that we get in there, from down to the not only the S Pen functionality, the functional options that we have, where we can just cast, we can also connect our phone directly into uh, any display and create a laptop version of it. I feel like that would be for me is like the winner, and the right after it, very small smidgen right under that. It's weird, mm-hmm. but. I can't pick the one from 2022 because they took that one had a pen, <laughs> but the, 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 I would go for moto on uh, the edge plus mm-hmm. 2023 because ready for is legit. It is. I feel like in some areas it's better than Dex the way it's oh, ready for is better than Dex ready it, for is I, better than Dex Dex plus good luck yes. is the winner. Yeah, good luck. There's always, I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going to give Samsung that credit when good luck isn't available in all regions and you have to know that it exists and they you don't have even to... talk about decks, let alone good luck. Oh, no so more. phone to phone ready for for me is definitely oh, yeah. the best desktop mode. And, and we have ready for on, on their flip phones. We have ready for uh, ready for on their standard phones. We're mm-hmm. seeing ready for proliferate on sure. multiple versions and i was really excited when i saw it on their standard razor not just the razor plus the razor standard. standard yeah and that was a big win for me but yeah if i had to pick between the two as far as productivity 
meaning I can turn my phone into a laptop, like a legit laptop mm-hmm. type of an experience. Samsung and Moto right now, they're they're literally they've cornered the market for me. I only give Samsung more of a slight more advantage on it because of the a few more options that we get. It sure. works better. And stylus support was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that 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 was the one thing they did this year. And I don't I and I realize why Moto did it. They're trying to, you know, obviously some cost savings on their devices. Um, but I would have wished that that function stayed because that was what I really wanted from the 2022 edition, which was your your favorite phone. I think you mm-hmm. got that one, I think, in white, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah. still here on my desk. I love the... You plug the it in, it becomes a webcam. You, pl- you cast directly from so it. Yeah. Y- y- you want to know what's funny? Uh, <laughs> my picks for best productivity phone of 2023, my top pick would go to the Galaxy S23 Ultra, and my runner-up is the Moto Edge Plus 2023 <laughs> <laughs> for almost exactly the same reasoning the the other thing that that helped me nudge the s23 into the top spot because yeah. it is acid in my mouth ever praising samsung or saying anything nice about that horrific brand with the worst pr i've ever worked with in my history as a gadget reviewer um this was the year that everybody got to play with the same chip I felt that was that a was, huge deal was, in the they EU. They needed to do that so long ago. That is yeah. so overdue and is such a weird because it was like consistently year over year. You'd see the Exynos suffer, mm-hmm. but then they would still release it. They would still release yeah. it, and people would still complain. But then they would still release it. Like well, I don't and under- users would complain while reviewers would go, "Oh no, there's no problem. It's just as good. It's practically the same. It's almost this and that." And you're like, "You're not listening to people." who are having issues, and this is not... I mean, when I talk about a Note 23, mm-hmm. I am talking about something that should be the crown jewel yep. productivity yep. work yes. truck. It is not a flashy mm-hmm. phone. It is not a fancy, pretty phone. It's not a phone to flex that just you spend a lot of money on it. This thing is, like, supposed to get muddy. This is yes. a diesel, you know, workhorse... I- cargo van of a vehicle that gets your ish done Mm -hmm. and that's what a note should be yes i don't i don't like this idea that some people in some regions just have to compromise their expectations a little bit because samsung is going to give them a different chip than they give in south korea on their own home turf their own home turf they're using qualcomm Qualcomm. yeah it it says it tells you it tells you a lot about how the approach was but um, I really do hope that with the leaks that we saw or like a day or so or whatever, uh, that it will basically just be one skew again. It'll be basically Qualcomm across the board. Let's just make it, it works, it, it's there and just keep going with it. When the recipe is right, continue working with it and stop modifying mm-hmm. it because <laughs> i feel like yeah. this is where this is where we lost when exynos was great they started tinkering with it and then changing things and then suddenly it just dropped and it could never yeah. catch up and then the heating issues but yeah no for productivity i think it's it's hard to to knock the note because the note is yeah. literally by definition built for productivity that that to me like contracts traveling desk for sure all of the things i was with God, it and, you, and like, all the you just gotta sign something Oh, absolutely. And it's so easy on the note. It's just so nice. I like it, it it's hilarious. I still actively look for different PDF solutions for my mm-hmm. Windows machines 
I have largely given up and now just send everything. For a while there, I was sending it to my duo. I really liked signing contracts on my duo. But the second you've got an Android with a stylus and you can fire up a PDF in Word and then just sign it, save it, and return it immediately all in one, it's just such a fast action as opposed to what you have to do to sign a document on a laptop or a desktop. It's stuff like that that just easily pushes it over the edge. I don't know. I don't want to divert too long because we don't want our show to run for like four hours. Um, I was really close to going Z Fold 5, but the way that the stylus is built into the S23 Ultra was kind of why I gave it the nudge over the Z Fold. Were there any foldables that were... Because you've also been playing with the the Opal Pen... For so the, the OnePlus Open. So there's a lot of, I'll, I'll say this, the the pen for me, the portability of the pen, and we're not counting the Z Fold 5 because the Z Fold 5 is, oh no, actually, no, wait a minute, take that back. The Z Fold 5 is in the, is in the mix. Yeah. Z Fold 5 has, it's in the mix. It, it solves for me the problem of the S Pen, of the, carrying the pen with us because that was the, that was the thing they did. Where yeah, they with the case. Us, yeah. yeah. The, because the, that was 90% of it. The Z Fold 4, when I traveled to Korea to cover this. The <laughs> it was so was clumsy. Gone, the case <laughs> was so big, dude. Like, seriously, the, the pen was sitting on the side. The, the sides were much thicker. So the phone mm-hmm. felt the, wider than it needed to be even in the first place. Yeah. So Samsung knocked it out of the park for me. But... For me, the solution when it comes to powerhouse on the, on the, on the S Pen here, you are able to sign, you're able to be as productive as the S23 Ultra. For me, from a productivity standpoint, I felt like the camera experience on the S23 Ultra kind of helped me push it a little bit more. Because when yeah. you need to capture content, when you need to take pictures, yeah, the, S, the, the, the Z Fold 5 has one main good camera. This, yeah. The 50 megapixel is definitely an improvement. But from a, when I'm talking about, if I think about productivity, that's where it is. Now, if you had flipped it over and said which one is for best content consumption, I feel like the between the two, the Z Fold, the Fold Five would win for me because I feel like there, you're more focused on content as opposed to mere necessarily creating, editing, you know, manipulating, well, and doing things. Yeah, I feel like that's important because that's the segue into our next category. I was trying to make and, it smooth, which which turned in this. You know how like, I think everything's going to be easy and hunky dory. This was the hardest category for me to answer. So okay, our next category, and I have to start us off. Okay, so you're going to put that in there? Okay, yeah, you did. Okay. Best multimedia phone. So yes, not a phone for gaming, but mm-hmm. a phone for content consumption. Doesn't need to be a powerhouse no. if you think about multimedia. No, but no. I've also really struggled in that some of my favorite multimedia um. Uh, examples this year some of like the my favorite phones just to sit down and watch a movie or listen to some music was a challenge so being the audio nerd that i am i have to give the ultimate win to the rog phone 7 for just the last holdout for a great um audio experience Good screen. It's a screen for gaming. It's it's gonna it's watch movies screen. and do all yeah, that other no, no, stuff. I'm it's gonna you. it's gonna be good. Yeah. But there is no other phone attempting that. I mean, that's a two hundred dollar feature if you try to replace it with a dongle DAC. Is is getting ESS into a dongle DAC? Well, I mean, at least one hundred and fifty dollars for something like a Helm. But my runner up 
was really tricky. One of the phones that I actually really like, just for like, it's well-rounded, it's got mm -hmm. all the ports and stuff that we need, it actually got a storage bump this year, was the Poco X5 Pro. So again, an upgrade for the screen over the last generation of Poco, still keeping mm -hmm. that headphone jack. Also has things like the little IR blaster to use it as a uh, multimedia remote for all of oh, your dude, other dude, entertainment what, stuff. What, what, one of my things I love about the Open as well, the fact that we have an IR blaster. Like, who knew? So that was the big challenge is I've had so many lovely multimedia experiences with foldables and some of these other like really high-end kinds of phones. But I really kind of needed to say like the inexpensive, the middle pack Mm -hmm. The X5 was a brilliant return to form, still has all the 5G stuff, but kind of got us back up into a higher tier of performance, improved the speakers, mm -hmm. and then still keeps that one little feature where you can plug in cabled audio or go with Bluetooth audio if you want to do that. So this was like my biggest controversial, like... It, no, I, I, it, I don't disagree. Ticked, it just kind of scratched some of those itches and no other phones are really playing in this kind of multimedia presentation right now. I, I, I think the, the presence of the, the Poco is definitely in there. I think the ROG absolutely makes perfect sense. Um, so for me, we're talking about, I'm assuming it's, it's on my side now. When we're talking about yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking specifically about multimedia. So I, I'm going to have to kind of cover it from what I feel like is the best content consumption device on the market is that, that is currently available to buy and is available mm -hmm. internationally. Um, and for me, it's going to be the Xperia One Mark V, and 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 I, I don't have to explain I think too that's much totally of it. Totally fair. Yeah. It, the the fact that we have a I mean, obviously, not that much content is available in 4K, but we do have a 4K panel. We have a 4K mm -hmm. at a high refresh rate, so not just 60, but 120. But it's the director mode. It's the calibration of the white balance that we have in there, the controls to tuning yeah. the content on the device, the way it's supposed to be played. The, and to top that off with the speakers that we have, the improvements that we have in there, the fact that we have a headphone jack, expandable mm -hmm. storage. If you want to load up some of your content on your phone, you could put it there by, you know, SD card in there and just go at it. And of course, top that off. If you don't want to watch it on the display, flip it over, connect the glasses to it. You got the yep. function in there. All of that is in video out. It, it's hard to beat. And even if you, let's say, even if you go a year before, if you go like Xperia 1 Mark 4, same mm -hmm. experience. Xperia 1 Mark 3, same. Sony knows what they're doing. Very similar experience. Yeah. Very much. The 4K panel for me will always get it because of the way it's been tuned. Now, I won't go too far back in, in history to the one and the two because the colors weren't. The, the panels weren't as bright, and I think as of the it's not as good for five, HDR content because yeah. you really needed that bump from the three, the Xperia yeah. One Mark Three. Once you started hit the three, it's been a year over. And then, year. when it, what's really lovely, and and again, I, I, I wish more reviewers would kind of dig into some of these different categories and nuance. Mm -hmm. When you fire up a properly cinema wide movie. Yeah, and it is just perfectly represented on that twenty one by nine screen. It's gorgeous. I don't think Sony gets enough credit when you crop uh, a slightly taller image. So um, I, I was watching the movie Aliens. Okay. First um, one? Aliens is not... No, the second one. Aliens. Oh, oh Aliens. Alien. Sorry, yeah, not Aliens. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the, the, uh, um, the, the, the action combat um, alien movie. Um, it's not natively 21 by 9. 
but if you full screen, like you kind of crop it, it actually looks more dramatic. That's sort of anathema. Like you're never really supposed to say you like that better <laughs> than the way that it was originally shot and presented, but it actually looks really cool <laughs> when you do. So like you have these intense scenes where you're like close up on Hicks and he's got a little bit more of a, of a, um, a haircut. You know, the, the top of his helmet is cut off even just a little bit more dramatically. It makes the movie so much more claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And there's something just so unique about having that experience on a little mobile screen that's not the optimum way that we're supposed to watch and enjoy these movies. But it has become just a running, like, theme. This is one of the ways that we consume content now. And if you don't play to the strengths of the device, you miss out on some of those little gems. There's something interesting that happens when you throw video up on a, a, a proper cinema aspect ratio screen. It, it it's absolutely there. Every time I watch a movie on it, it's just been absolute pleasure. It is hard to beat it when it comes to that. And it's kind of sound. And then from a, from a runner up type uh, experience, although I, I, you probably would have thought that this device would show up in other categories as well. And it does <laughs> in many areas. For sure. I'm actually going to go with the one plus 11 uh, as a phone with. Okay. Large display, large battery, great battery life, um, beautiful panel, really good colors, great mm-hmm. speakers on them. They're not going to be the loudest speakers, but for the price point of where the 11 was trying to get into, and especially if you're able to pick it up on some of the sales right now, there's it's hard to beat from the spec per, per feature and the price. And the panel mm-hmm. is absolutely gorgeous. It's one of the better panels that we've seen before. So we're going to – it doesn't it's, – it's a hard thing to say because obviously we can say – uh, the OnePlus Open is going to be a really good option. And I think the Open has its own, um, I, I think that it has its own merit for watching content on it. But just from a straight device for content consumption to want to watch movies, that mm. form factor, the battery, the function, uh, the performance, I feel like just fits everything and it'll just play it really well for you. And for that, you are able to afford to buy that extra, you know, 150 yeah. DAC, a helm or a bolt. For sure. And get yourself the <laughs> headphone jack and knock it out of the park. If you really want the headphone jack, the, it'll the, work. The phone that I was actually kind of um, the the most torn on, I was really really close. Uh, was throwing uh, um, was also throwing on the Pixel Fold, yes. and not for video, but because of the really nice little book form factor mm-hmm. that it splits really well if you're also using it for reading. Yeah, I just couldn't give one of the most expensive phones of the year quite the same win for against like the poco that i i gave my runner up to yeah um, when i'm saying like it's good for ebooks the most expensive <laughs> one of the most expensive phones need, of the year you need a hundred dollar you know? phone ebooks. i mean I, I i had it right here in front of me this whole time it's it's like it, it brings the overall man, my my camera just wigged out there we go hey, it brings it's your turn it, it brings the the slightly more rectangular form factor of the Z Fold, but it's mm-hmm. got the crease in a place that's so much more convenient for, you know, this sort of panel to view. And, oh, and when you fire up comics or when you fire up an ebook, that it really kind of stands out to that. But it's like, that is a part of multimedia, but I can't score that quite as high <laughs> no, i mean it, 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 don't get me wrong the fold the the open does a very similar job and it does it very well i think it, it's harder it it's it, yeah it for me it 
to give it to a foldable where you may end up being relying watching the content on the external display only defeats the purpose of the foldable. The foldable would yeah. have to win on both categories for me, and that's why I didn't go with the open. I went with the eleven. That, that's that's totally fair. It, it's a tough. For it's sure. a tougher because you're you're trying to say multimedia. You're not trying to say in general. Like it, with the with the fold. I have to open it all the time to watch the content. That's just 90% mm-hmm. of the way it is. The, the display, the aspect ratio. Um, I think overall where we are right now at the end of 2023, we're getting into the tech. And especially with the devices that we get a chance to play with right now, we're seeing how well the tech is. Cameras are getting great. Displays are getting better. And device and the features that used to be purely at the high-end tier, we're mm-hmm. seeing Poco being able to bring it in there. We're able to see other devices like even Red oh, yeah. and devices my, like that. Yeah. My category, my my picks for multimedia, I was thinking about all these fancy new screen technologies and mm-hmm. HDR yeah. capabilities. And really, the two things that kind of pushed me over the edge for my picks were audio tech. Yeah, no, like, I, I get it. I get it. We, we, when you can pick up a $300 Poco and it's got 120 hertz, like two generation old OLED, you're still in really good territory. You're in OLED, man. You're be. you're yeah. getting great colors. You're getting great refresh rate, and it's again uh, the and, battery. And like the, the last Simon part. says, Hypno saying the Honor Magic Five Pro. I mean, like, yeah, another phone that is just a brilliant piece oh of hardware God, yes. all the way around. Like that screen is gorgeous too. I I couldn't win this category. I couldn't pick a winner on this category just on has great screen because okay. there's another one. There's another one that has a great screen. So oh, I, um, um, I am with you. I am with you, Michael. Oh yeah, uh, get it focused, and there we are. The Honor <laughs> Fiber. It is absolutely a kick-ass phone. Um, I just got mm-hmm. a, a nice uh, gift from Honor for for the holidays. A, a nice Aww. little doc, um that I, I forgot to post about. But I'll, I'll post about it tomorrow morning. Thank you very much, Honor, for sending it out. It actually even put my name in there. They didn't put TK. They spelled out my first name, which is really nice. Wow, they yeah, got I the know. dossier. That's I, great. Dude, they they're going straight for my heart. All right, going straight for your heart is uh, <laughs> staying on brand because you've got to kick us off into the next next category. Yeah, uh, the most improved phone of twenty twenty three. The most improved. That's a tough one. Uh, the, yeah. The so starting off, we have both been super cranky about the people who wrap up their total conclusive review having really used tough. phones. On pre-release software, under embargo, and, and, and never and never visit it back. This is what okay. Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't mind them because they have to play the reviewing game. Reviewing it, sure, absolutely, and SEOs and all of that good stuff. But <laughs> give give the device that you're trying to make a decision on and make a publication or put a publication out, mm-hmm. saying something about it, and not come back later and see if this thing has been fixed. Has it been done correctly? Right. Has it been done? So I'll say the overall. And it's a tough one to kind of just categorize because in general, every phone that we've reviewed or we've used mm-hmm. in general has gotten better over time. So there's no yeah. one that just got worse. I'll say that. Because um, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you're like, well, you're saying most improved. Where is the most, you know, it's, which it's like it's, it's like at a phone keynote. This is the most bestest phone we've ever released because no one's going to go out there on stage and say, well, actually, our phone from last year was better. You should buy that one. Phone we're putting out this year is garbage. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking about. <laughs> but the reality of the matter is we're just giving you a better number, trying to get you to upgrade. But you know. if you have last year, stick with it. You're fine. Know, um, <laughs> for, in general, for me, devices on the market that, that, that benefit from improvement sure. 
pixels are the ones to go with. There's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's very hard to say any other device on the market right now even closely comes comes close to getting f- better features, more tricks, better functions, better yeah. experiences than feature drops on Pixel. It's and tough. even in the short window that we've had it. Yeah, it, the Pixel 8 Pro is like, like, how did that work? You know what it, I mean? Like, but yeah, it's it's a tougher choice for me. I think when it comes down to picking a winner in that sense, but the Pixel mm-hmm. Seven Pro from the launch day to the I think two to three feet big feature drops that we've had, mm-hmm. the improvements that we've gotten with it, and even with the generation the software that we got with Android fourteen, all of the things that we get there from from the release date to today. It is a much more improved version of when it was, and it keeps getting better. So for me, Pixel will always win when it comes to most improved because that's just the the, the tough position where everybody puts mm-hmm. them in there. Yeah, S- Steve is asking here in the comments. We don't mean most improved over its predecessor. We mean most improved since it was launched. Yeah, it, so it's the, a phone, the phone that, you... that in one phone model year has been getting regular attention has been getting uh patches bug fixes feature improvements things like that so tk is is starting us off with and this year that means pixel 8 pro so you're saying pixel 8 pro is your pick i'm yeah same same could be said about 7 you could also say you could also say pixel 7a because that was released in our window absolutely no again so I, I was primarily shooting. You're just saying pixel in general. Pixel in general and the 8 Pro <laughs> primarily because if I had to kind of point, point at the most improved, the, mm-hmm. the 7 a did improve, but it didn't improve at the same margin level as the 8 Pro. Okay. It's, it's, the, it's the leaps and bounds of what you get with a newer processor, different things. And even if you think about the 7 Pro over when it first came out. So for from a category, it's the, 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 the high-end tier of a pixel for, for the year, be it 7 Pro, 8 Pro, the 7A benefits, but it just doesn't get all the bells and whistles that the 8 Pro gets. Okay. 8 Pro is getting definitely, it's almost like a the, different phone. The, all the new stuff, yeah. Well, it's it's the stuff they promised us, right? Like video boost, this, yeah. Yeah, it's the things they st- they stood up on stage and they said, we will do this. Nice. And they did. Actually, they so said we're going to do, do you, it in December. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you have a runner-up? That one, Aside that from the Pixels? One. It's hard. I, I, it's like if I had to point my finger to something that kept getting because we get updates, we get software features, we get things mm-hmm. to be released, but typically they don't improve function. It's typically security patch update fixes and so on. And it's and the only other thing, if I kind of have to say like of a, of a device that was released in the year that gets better over time based on what they promised Depending mm-hmm. on when they release it, it's going to sound weird. But I think iPhone may be the next one if it's kind of closer because they always okay. promise so many things in the beginning and it takes them forever to release it. But they are trying to improve the functions of the device. Sure, the it does. They they do finish their promises after the launch of the phone. So I it's, think that's it's, it's like Windows. Probably you know, fair too. They release yeah. a beta and they're like you use the beta and you get all the little mis- you know errors and issues and whatever, and then they fix them mm-hmm. with software updates. Uh, but I feel like it's. If I had to kind of pick a secondary, because it's hard. Mm-hmm. In general, most of our other devices, they'll get updates, they'll get fixes, but they typically don't get new features. But from the promise date to delivery, um, I mean, OnePlus also is, can also be kind of like an honorary mm-hmm. mention there as well, because they, they also do the same. They'll push out some of the features that they're talking about, the updates, and they fix them. Yeah, It's just their consistency is typically one. Not, not as much as Google's, yeah. 
Yeah, Google, I feel like, so, is just on, on, the, so on the ball. That's kind of funny because my mine, OnePlus Open, Okay. just from where we were when we got it at that first press event. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I, I am going to put that, if, if people are going to review that phone under pre-release software embargo, they've got their conclusive reviews out a week after the, the launch of the phone, what we saw has been kind of kind of fantastic is that seeing changed. OnePlus refine. It is mostly refinement. It is not a bunch of new features, yeah, but yeah. My, my runner-up was the Pixel 7a. I'm with you that the Pixel 8 Pro is getting the bigger marquee features, mm-hmm. but Pixel 7a, having spent more time over the course of this year, and especially getting into the most recent um, Google updates, mm-hmm. that is a very different phone than what it was at oh, launch. No, no, it, for, for and, the price... Yeah, and for the price. And so again, I, I feel like we're we're just kind of we're just kind of batting a tennis ball back and forth on this one. Where I I'm with you. The more marquee features are going to Pixel Eight Pro, the more impressive the video boosts, the 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 new assistant features. Like I get it, but I'm very encouraged to see a manufacturer support their mid ranger. Mm-hmm. With this also same consistency and not only bug fixes and, and patches, but new features too. Yeah. Exactly. But it, again, it, it's a it's a motto of what Pixel's been building on, and they've been doing it for many years. That whole anticipation of feature drops, knowing that you're going to get some kind of cool new feature, either better audio recording, uh, better you know categorization and chapters. I was testing it out actually, even on the 8 Pro after last week's show. I just had us playing on the computer just to listen to the audio as I was watching it again. And I yeah. had my Pixel 8 Pro sitting there and it did the, mm-hmm. it separated our conversation so it well. Cool? It was so crazy. crazy. I was like, yes, so I did that. Too. Yeah, I yeah. did that for that project that my daughter had to do where you interview a living, rel- uh, a living ancestor. Yeah. And like that is so insulting. I don't know anyone who would want to be called a living ancestor. Um, but so it's over a speakerphone we call, and I've got nineteen hundreds. Oh god, so gross! Yes, dropped in my mouth there. Um, just, just, just a but little, yeah. same thing. I'm recording my daughter, uh, so she's on a speakerphone call, and I'm using my Pixel Eight Pro to record back and forth, and just that that capability is absolutely incredible. Oh, it's absolutely. like transcribing everything for her. So, yeah. um, most improved was, was also a little bit of a tricky one. I'm going to move us. We've got two categories left. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get to, I to, to yeah. take, uh, take the first one and then you're going to take us on the second one. Yeah. And, uh, this isn't necessarily the bestest because again, this is from an incomplete sampling of phones that were launched over the course of the year, but, uh, our favorite mid rangers, our favorite mid-rangers. Um, can, my can, top pick? I can, I can guess at one of them, but yes. Okay. Take me. I'll be very curious. Let's see. Um, my number one, Pixel 7a. That's what I was going to pick. Is, is representative of... <laughs> the last two categories have been kind of a lead in... I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? We've kind of refined our criteria. Um, but the phone that I felt in the mid-ranger space... Mm-hmm turned into the best anti-pixel competitor was the aforementioned Poco F5. So the Pixel 7a, I think, is a very good all-rounder phone. It's got better camera performance. Mm -hmm. But if you want a screamer hot rod in that mid-ranger price tier, that's where I went for my runner-up. So I kind of have 
bookends, like what I think is a more sort of consumer friendly daily driver accessible phone versus the phone that is going to be a little bit more performance oriented. I'm with you on the, uh, for me, when it comes to bang for the buck type of a solution, I feel really like the F5 hit it out of the park. And I feel like it's better than the F5 Pro. And and, I, and I'm not trying to yeah. knock 870 out of the water. No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm with not you. Yeah, yeah. From, from a from a bang for the buck, headphone jack, decent cameras, large display, fast charging, a headphone jack, um, and an eight and, uh, and a seven uh, seven sorry seven plus seven gen plus two. Gen two. Yeah, there is no like if it's a if, screamer. If you're yeah. able to get one of those for and wanting to save some money, that is the phone to go for because Xiaomi. For me, I, I honestly feel like it's the only phone that came out with it. Um, yeah. Definitely did the right recipe with that one. And I really hope that they continue it this year when they mm. go on with the next version of the Poco F6. Uh, but so for me, that would be my winner. The 7A for me is right under there as far as an experience because of the way it's been positioned. From a US-based mm-hmm. co- availability and function, it's hard to beat the 7A. It's very yeah. hard to beat it. And Google, with the with the categorization of putting the 8 and the 8 Pro slightly more different than each other this year, they brought mm-hmm. down the 8 a little bit less. So it's not as, as competitive as what it, the, let's say, the 7 was to the 7 Pro. Yeah, I still feel like the 7A... With the Tensor G2, with the with the with the overall performance that we get from mm-hmm. higher end processing, and a better camera than what's on the Pixel Fold. Oh no, no, it, it, it's yeah. the, it's this. But again, I'm saying it's like the well rounded experience. The Seven A's yeah. again is a harder. It's a hard to beat. But I edge over on the F5 purely from the overall experience. Mm-hmm. Again, Xiaomi, sorry, Poco, Xiaomi as a company. Have done have got have has have a winner on their hand, and I think this is where it is. And again, um, it's still it's still living, using, I'm, playing. I'm also just things. really glad you said that because I was feeling exactly the same way of Poco F5 mm-hmm. over the F5 Pro. I I felt weird like initially when we got it, I was like, I think the F5 is the better phone. Yeah, yeah. when I looked at it, I was like. It may not necessarily get a better N22, but if you really think about it, it actually still hits yeah. it, it hits up there. So oh, the it's reality, real good. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't feel like it's, it it doesn't perform as a mid ranger should in when you start looking at what it can do. But mm-hmm. again, it, it's just the overall, like I said, the display, the tech, the charging, the headphone jack. All of the things that I I want from a phone and a mid ranger, and this is the things that we lost with the Pixel Seven A. That was the reason why I edged mm-hmm. the five over. It's because that little that headphone jack, man. It's like huge. It, it, it yeah, for the price, you can't beat it. I I gave Pixel the nod just because of our expectations on software support. Absolutely, but you know how I'm going to feel about having a proper headphone jack on on a phone in there. So. Um, we're going to close out our brackets now. And, uh, again, this is not the, uh, the, the objective winner of this category. We've done mid ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite and runner up entry level phone released in 2023? So it, we've talked about international market. We've talked about devices that have been out for many, many times, many, mm-hmm. many months and, and devices. And Poco, although makes great phones and they have some really good budget phones, um, I think the C series is definitely one of the more cost effective functions, uh, devices that yeah. we see from them. C's are good. I'm I'm actually a little bit leaning towards the Redmi series when it comes down to this performance. Right I think now. that's the, totally fair. The 11 Pro Plus, that, and it's naming convention aside, 
<laughs> We've had like four comments on these last like, oh, best mid-ranger, iPhone 15. And now Simon says Hypno, best entry-level phone, iPhone 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me, don't get me wrong. Make sure you let the people know, Cupertino, uh, that you know a, a seven or eight hundred dollar phone is now entry level it, it, territory. It is and I guess people will pay it. So, hey man, we're not putting the SE in the conversation because, well, no, we are. We aren't we due for an SE? But that will be next year. I don't know. The, it's, it's Apple. It like, how many times can they recycle the iPhone six? <laughs> it's it's Apple. They could, they could definitely they could do it again. I'm sure. Um, so for me, it would be uh, definitely the. Uh, like I said, for me, Redmi hits hits different. They have mm-hmm. four versions of the Redmi 11 that hits even <laughs> lower on the on the entry level side. For sure. But from the entry point, about two hundred and fifty dollars, it's hard to beat the features that come with it. From the camera, from the processing power, the large display. It's not going to have the fastest charging, but it's a large 5,000 milliampere battery. You're not going to be running out of battery or juice on that phone. So from an overall package, getting into mm-hmm. a phone, the Redmi, the, Red, the Redmi Note 11 Pro Plus 5G. That one. Sorry. <laughs> I feel the like element OP edition. Well, you I got feel this. like you got to go to the, the next landing. line. You got to get to the second line to kind of continue <laughs> the statement there. Um, but yeah, from, from overall like performance over the, uh, over the years, I feel like they do very well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and from the versions that we played with, I can't wait for the next generation. Also, it seems to me like across all of their lines, actually, I mean, I think this is fair of Poco too. Mm-hmm. It seems like Redmi is also pushing just a little bit more upscale, like every tier of phone that Redmi puts out seems to be getting nudged up. Like, the rumors that we're going to be seeing for this year's Redmi. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, should what, be what's their, we should be hearing about is the Note, right? That it's we the should Note. be hearing yeah, about yeah. soon? Yeah, yeah. Note so, the, the rumors on that are, are like, yet another nudge up the food chain. So, yeah, I'd, I'd totally be with you. So, Redmi Red for, your, for your main win. For Do you have a runner-up? The runner-up for me, it surprisingly always kind of like gets me, but um, it's going to be a OnePlus, the Nord. Okay. The Nord in the That US. was so close to making my list. The, yeah, the I, I got a chance to play with it, and it's really like from a... That's a nice phone. For the price and the feature set and then the availability mm-hmm. in the U.S., and it works, it's compatible, fully running. It actually is sold in uh, in one, in uh, sorry, in, uh, in sorry, I was going to say OnePlus stores, uh, T-Mobile mm-hmm. stores still today. Uh, I feel like the N30 for me kind of gets into it uh, for the price and features. And it's around the same price as the uh, the Redmi, but it's mm-hmm. more just global availability. And I think the N30 is also available in other market as well. It's some yeah. market where the Redmi... Or a flavor of it that's probably pretty component Same close. phone. So I, yeah, I think we can label that. that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm with you. So yeah, for me, it would be Redmi and Nord. So the, I really tried to find what I felt was just one of the best bang for buck kinds mm-hmm. of unique offerings so again this is favorite and i'm not saying it's the best okay but i miss phones like the lg stylo oh yeah the lg stylo has this rabid fan base it's it's there's dozens of them but they were passionate about like an ultra cheap phone that yeah, yeah. really carries that stylus i was torn between the tcl but this, the TCL stylus phone is really good, but I had to give it to the Moto G stylus. I was, about to, I was just about to talk about, yeah, the G stylus, yeah, the 5G it, or the regular? 
and just the regular one just because regular you can planet. land that thing for like you want to buy it outright it's like a hundred bucks yeah i was gonna say that is a like lot of phone for a hundred bucks with a stylus like seriously right exactly and really really wanted to see like for what is a good entry-level purchase it's not a screamer mm-hmm. it's not going to be fun for gaming it is functional for watching movies and stuff like that but you need to really get your work done over the course of the day having that little pen that really comes in handy um I ended up pushing what I feel is right at the limits of what I would consider an entry-level phone. And I think mm-hmm. it's in a similar territory to something like the Nord. So yeah. again, in, in my window, entry-level is like one to 200-ish yeah, with yeah. a little bit of room if you want to kind of blur the lines between upper entry-level and lower mid-range. But the, uh, my runner-up was the Infinix. So, uh, yeah, every uh, phone I played with from Infinix has been very surprising in that $200 range. And this does not hit like a $200 phone. No, it never does. It's, it never once does. It's in that Redmi territory. I was so close to going yeah. Redmi, but what Infinix is doing with their brand and also the regions they sell in mm-hmm. are in regions where we can't get nicer phones out to those people so seeing what you can do with 200 dollars in a lot of those markets is kind of incredible where you've got fast charging high refresh rate displays this has a 108 megapixel camera (laughs) but the whole rest of this experience feels like a phone that should be properly in the mid mid range in in infinix absolutely I, I, i'm with you on that it, my only thing with infinix it's like I, you I, you can almost flip a coin now because it, yeah. it's not even now you look at infinix and it's being sold in places where a redmi won't show up yeah and and it's almost like they're they're almost like cousins at this like ultra low cost but very high concept the designs are high concept. The, the, the material choices are high concept. The feature sets are high concept. You just, you're going to get a Helio. <laughs> you're not going to get a Snapdragon oh, no, no, I, I, 7 series. Oh, same, same, like same. That. No, 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 absolutely. It's pretty much the same when you're going to Redmi. We're not hitting, we're not hitting, you know, dimensities in any shape. Actually, I'm not sure. I think the 11 Pro Plus 5G may have uh, um, one of the better processors, but at the end, I was looking yeah, at Yeah, that as, one was pretty good. Yeah. It, it, even because we're we're talking probably obviously pricing at at launch, that Nord sell it's been available for around a hundred and sometimes even free with a new line on T-Mobile. We're yeah. not talking that you had to pay totally. that much for it. MSRP. Yeah, I, I yeah, think when right. you buy a Moto G uh, stylus, they give you fifty dollars. I think so. Yeah, I think that's I think that's how that works. Those, like, Thank you for purchasing the device. There you go. Like no, no, yeah. I'm with you. Um, and and, 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 and yeah, you I'm to, absolutely categorizing these as MSRP. But even in markets that are a little bit more challenging, they're more like uh, LTE is just starting to roll out in some of these markets. Mm -hmm. A Redmi or an Infinix becomes one of the most cost-effective ways to get someone on their first computer, let alone their first smartphone. And so, uh, yeah, and they they hit like really nice, if cheap and and a little slower, 
mm-hmm. but really nice pocket computers. And great hardware. The devices look absolutely... Infinix knocks it out of the park with all of their finishes, yeah. their designs, um, and Redmi has been doing the same. They, they've been For really sure. working on leveraging some of the more... Because, keep in mind, both Infinix and Redmi are sub-brands or the more affordable version of their version of brand. They mm-hmm. both have higher-end, more slightly more expensive, but... Um, I'd say at the end of the day, I think it's a good list. I don't know, for sure. For yeah, sure. I, I agree. And and Simon says Hypno was saying uh, Infinix is like a cheaper techno. Yeah. Aren't they? Well, no, it same? is. They, they I, are. I was going to yeah. say, I thought they were subs- uh, that that Infinix was a subsidiary of the same conglomerate as both techno. techno. So Techno and Infinix are both subsidiary of the same company, but Techno typically sells for more, although mm-hmm. they're both considered to be more affordable. Like even with their foldables and so on. Techno still like they just released their version of the clam, uh, their first clamshell uh, mm-hmm. foldable uh, a month before, it, it, surprisingly in Singapore, a month before Oppo did the official un- unveiling of the uh, Finance 3 flip. But yeah, Techno and, and, and Infinix are, are basically cousins for the lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, or you I, could call I, I knew them, they were related. You can but... call them, you know, sister or, you know. Uh, you I know. didn't know if it was like. They're not Oppo to OnePlus, or if no. it was like Vivo to Oppo. Vivo to Oppo, then Oppo. Okay, so there's a more of a firewall between the two brands, but they yeah. both report to a larger company. umbrella company. Yeah, right, 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 and right. It, it, that was the only difference I realized, um, even from MWC, because we got a chance to see the Techno, or at least I got a mm-hmm. chance to see the Techno foldable at MWC um, at the MediaTek booth. They, when they announced it, they had like everybody ran to the to the techno booth, and I'm like, wait a minute, but MediaTek has it too because MediaTek is cool. Let us play with them. Uh, like, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce this name. Transian, Tran- Transian. Oh, tra- oh no, I have an MC. It's apparent. Oh, Transian. So Michael Pep- Michael Pepper Tech is oh. saying that the parent there's one parent company for techno Transion, or maybe and, Transian, and yeah. And and I, it's T R A N S S I O N. I don't know if that's Transian or Transion or something like that. But thank you, Michael, Michael Pepper Tech, because I did not know that that was the name. Oh, and there's also Itel. Apparently, there's a third player in the game we didn't we haven't met yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, I I knew of Itel, but I've spent way more time with Techno and with Infinix, so I don't I don't know what Itels oh. are like. But the Infinixes have been surprisingly capable devices and they kind of came out of nowhere for me. I only started playing with them kind of middle of 2022 and I got like you, you get that, you get that PR email and you're like, Hey, do you want to check out this phone? And you go and look it up and it's like, it's like a hundred Euro out of like the middle East, I guess. And then you get it and you're like, Oh, Oh, this is like Poco grade. This is Mm -hmm. not like a cheap busted phone. This isn't like, uh, like the lowest of low tier Nokia's. This, this is not like that phone that you gave me the challenge on back in the day when we were where the back popped off. Where the back popped off by just me pulling a sticker <laughs> off. No, not that kind of. Not that. Kind it had of three camera friendly. holes on the back, but only and one only camera. One camera. Is that's how you do it, man? Hey, dude, you know how you upgrade your iPhone seven for, to the iPhone eight? You add the sticker yeah. on the back with the extra. Modules. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look poor. No, 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 no. Um, I think the list that we have today kind of rounds up a lot of different devices in there, but we haven't mm-hmm. talked about the one most important one, which I feel okay. like you and I haven't answered the question yet. Okay. Which one wins the best feel in the hand? Because I feel like Oof. that is a question 
a lot of us like we don't we like which yeah, one is not tough. like digging holes like which one do you not end up having a, a gaping hole on the so many of there? these phones are like made out of sharp like edges. rusted rebar sharp, and sharp edges and like Way busted razor sharp. blades yeah i don't know I'm going to have to give it to the iPhone 15 Pro Max 5G. Yeah, you know, I don't think there's any other phone that you can hold as an evolved primate with opposable thumbs. Any other phone that you try to pick up and operate is either going to slice open your hand or it's just going to fall out. Well, it's it's the the titanium. It's the titanium. And I I, I obviously we're kidding. Completely agree. Because we always it's it's a running joke with with every time I (laughs) ask every time we get a phone like Juan, how does it feel? What's the nicest in the hand? Yeah. Which one is the (laughs) nice? Which one feels lighter because of the material, but still gives you that flat size you can grab? No, it's kind of a bummer. And again, it's like I'm never going to compliment anything Samsung does. But we saw that leaked spec sheet, which is just a, a mess. I mean, it doesn't an, do a good job of detailing it. the no, specs on a phone at all. It's it's a. But it, hold on, just doesn't yeah. it make you a little cranky? We used to have a Samsung. I used to be a Samsung Knight. We used to have a Samsung that was so aggressive about not looking like an iPhone copycat that we got crazy different features and experimental stuff. And Samsung would do like they were the bleeding edge. Yeah, and no. now. One of their big bullet points for the S24 Ultra is going to be the new titanium sides. And you're like, could you look thirstier to copy Apple right now? Hmm. I need you to do anything else with your phones. Talk about decks. Talk about how this is a phone. They're going to spend 20 to 30 minutes on titanium, my friend. They're going to discover, we're going to discover titanium. In, in, in January, it's uh, for such Android. a mess. It doesn't exist. Steve, man. Steve, down in the chat agrees with me that that spec sheet is a mess. It 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 like it gets the camera settings wrong, or at least is misrepresenting what is an actual optical focal length versus what is a digital crop, which is the same thing Apple did, where they said, "Hey, it's the same as having a two, a three, and a four times zoom," and you're like, "That's not the same if you're cropping off of the well, sensor." I- some of that, some of the information on that low, I, I really want to take that with a grain of with a heavy. Oh, grain huge! Of salt. A rock of uh, yeah, salt. No, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah, because this is like, yeah, this this is this was done by somebody that like maybe just to route. I mean, because again, some of it you could have <laughs> predicted. For sure. Again, it's like me saying that the 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 one plus twelve uh, thirteen will have the eight gen four. I predict this right. now. What an amazing guys, prediction. That's a rumor. I'm going to take that to Twitter right now. Guys, and, and, and I want you to quote me on this. Somebody want to clip that and put that in a video. Because next sure. year when they launch it in December or January. Uh, you're going to look like Nostradamus. There yeah, you go. Like, come on. Uh, the reality is, look, we're very close to the S23 series. And S20, sorry, S24 series. Samsung is... Yeah, I mean, the, the days where we used to... The, the day, okay, I'll say this. One of my proudest moments of being at a launch of at an event with Samsung was the day when the when their CEO stood on stage and said, you guys wanted the SD cards back on the phone. We mm-hmm. brought it back. This was yeah, a S7 year was after they took it out with the S6. And that drove yeah. me crazy. And the S6 has battery issues, a whole bunch of different things. But the S7 Plus was it. They brought it back yeah. and they listened. And then from there all the way to the S10, it was continuous improvement, improvement, improvement. The S20 series took us in a different direction, but we started to see things drop. And this yeah. is where it kind of like I feel weird. Like right now on paper, 
I've not seen anything that would convince me to say that this is a buy over the S23 Ultra. I, like if you have I'm to now go between... in anxious, uh, other like than the anxious defense. I really want to I want a titanium. So, so I told amazing. you. Yeah. Um, but in a, I'm in like anxious defense mode to see what Samsung puts out. I, I'm going to be very anxious about them maybe going back to Exynos for some reason, for some yeah, regions. I feel I like that's, I know, see, the, the thing that sucks is we know Samsung spent so much more getting those TSMC fabbed Qualcomm chips that it cut into a whole lot of their, their profitability on the entire lineup of S-series S phones. If you break it down by like S23 Ultra versus the S23 and S23 Plus, the Ultra did pretty well. Yeah. But that's one of a series of phones, and the rest of the series didn't do that well. And so I, I'm, if we see that split where they got to go back and, and recoup some costs on Exynos, I'm thinking this is going to be, even if this, this spec sheet thing that got leaked isn't completely accurate, mm -hmm. I think we're all feeling like this is going to be sort of the third iterative year in a row. Yeah where they're not doing anything to drive the future of Android. They're not the standards bearer mm -hmm. of what's exciting in Android right now. And Google has really hitched. There, there was Someone else had posted, and I'm sorry, I, I've lost where it was in the chat. Someone else had posted, breaking news, we're going to start merging nearby share with Samsung's share. And so they're going to be kind of the same share. And like Google is so tied into Samsung when Samsung is at their sort of lowest, most conservative, and having the worst semiconductor years of like the company's recent history. So I'm not feeling super great about what I'm seeing. Even if none of these rumors are legit, yeah. it's just that's the perception for Samsung right now. Not that they're pushing boundaries and really making exciting devices. They're you know, making sort of the 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 safest iterative kind oh, of, uh, I guess it, you need a new phone. You might as well get this one. No, no. I, and, but I think this is the thing though. It's been um, where we had the S22, the S20, the S21, the S22 were kind of like a repair years because they were starting to fix the experience with cameras got better a little bit. I think the S23 really nailed what Samsung could have done and improved things where they needed to be. The battery was good. The performance was good. The overall any, but a major part of that obviously was also on Qualcomm's side because there was the benefit that coming in with the HN2 on this one with the better oh, yeah. version. But the leaks, yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to, to 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 see basically on what's on paper right there what would give me the the choice of pushing it to the next level. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping from the way it was written, it, it doesn't give me a lot of confidence that this is even legit. Mm -mm. Obviously, the HN3 for sure, but that was it. Other than that, obviously, we don't really have any, like, a lot of that stuff. And also the charging speed. Like, why would they put charging speed on the spec sheet? Samsung has know. never put 0 to 50%. Was it 0 to 50? I forgot it was. like uh, They were saying basically, like, 30 minutes, 0 to 50 or 0 to 60%. Jade, they don't do that. That's not even yeah. their Samsung and, style and also saying... It's... It, it's it's like one of the weakest aspects of I, yeah, phones like, in North America right again, now. Again, which I, I feel like for the most part, this is just to keep the conversation and maybe to build up hype. If nothing else, maybe maybe this is PR. Maybe this is whatever it is. Yeah, We're talking about it. We're, we're starting to anticipate. We are around the corner. 
So we'll have to see how things kind of come up realistically. And, and if, if they're going to try to, again, with, mm-hmm. this, with the titanium situation, if it is truly them trying to get close to that, I... <sighs> Well, because I I think the thing that really bothers me isn't that we don't want a better material choice. Titanium, I think, would be a really a really great play. I missed having steel. I mean, I know that added weight to some of our devices, but I've got an LG V10 that still boots up just fine. And the stainless steel rails on that thing are a phenomenal way to make a phone more durable. To me, I think the thing that bothers me is it's. How? How do they always seem to land so close to almost the same iPhone talking points? And that's what bothers me is like if Samsung is going to show us that they're a market leader, then they need to lead and they need to show people what their devices do that no other device can do. And right now they're getting rocked for camera capabilities. Samsung's are not the best cameras anymore. They're rocked for battery management and charging speeds. Depending on price point, they're probably getting rocked for screen technologies when Samsung makes all the screens. And they're not really putting their best in, especially like the, the S and S Plus. Mm-hmm. Sure, the Ultra is, is going to take a bunch of wins, but I mean, come on. Now we're starting to have conversations about like 3,000 nit displays coming from other manufacturers and stuff. So when you've got like a OnePlus 11, sure, it's not going to have DeX and video output and wireless charging, but it's also like $200 cheaper, significantly outperforms. In the, in the base S, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, so I'm, th- th- this is this is like, it, it's, it's tough to keep like patting Samsung on the back for just treading water. And, you know, I made that joke, like how many times are we going to recycle the iPhone 6? Well, how many times are we going to recycle the S20 and S21? Because we really haven't seen the substantial structural or feature differences. Mm-hmm. The, the, the S23 Ultra, it's a note. It's no, a note. It's a note. It's a note. It doesn't yeah. blend with the other two S-series phones. It's not an S-Ultra. It's a note. They just took mm-hmm. the note frame and they called it an S23 yes. Ultra. And techies, like I said at the beginning of this stream, oh, they can't figure out how names, oh, oh but I guess notes are dead now. And you're like, that's so stupid. That's so stupid. If you don't want an S Pen, but you want a premium tier phone, there's nothing. Samsung will not sell you one. It does not exist. You have to pay extra for an S Pen you're not going to use, or you got to go somewhere else. And this is, again, I think I think they've fallen into this trap of of trying to find ways of cutting costs Mm -hmm. into better profitability at the same time that every other company is out for blood yeah where oneplus is going lean and mean oppo is coming out with some of the most beautiful new designs in the company's history xiaomi is attacking on all fronts right now oh man and samsung has google backing them so that's good, but I can't see where that's going to be sustainable. It's, yeah, no, it, it's it's a tougher, I, I don't, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I think that the, the challenges that they're, they're going to be dealing in 2024 are going to be on the foldable side. They have a lot more competition. They need to pick up the game there because they're going to lose the market if they don't. Especially mm. with Razer, not only hitting them with the plus, but with the standard. 
They now yeah. have two razor, two flip phones in the market that that Samsung only has one answer to them, and mm-hmm. it, the top one is again comparable, maybe in some so areas. I like the idea of mm-hmm. Samsung maintaining a higher price. I actually think that's the better play. It looks like a more premium device. People are going to appreciate. And again, it's yeah, yeah. some of the fashion argument on top of just the capabilities argument, but just from the fashion side, you, you're in Android land. You can't win just on you pay more just so you can pay more. So now with a Moto Razor well, coming so out that's, swinging that's and bringing a lot of capability. It's, the Razor, the Razor Plus, can't the, just Fine coast. N2, the Fine N3 Flip. Um, and, There's and, a Techno. There's, there's a, a Techno flip. There's a Techno Flip. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say is that the market itself that they, they've been marketed at as to be at the high end. Don't get me wrong. Look, the, the, Note, or the, the Note 23 Ultra or the S23 Ultra still holds its own category. And it's very few companies. No, no, no other company on the market right now is trying to put a phone with a stylus built into it at the same capacity other than what we saw mm-hmm. with the Moto. But even yeah. Moto kind of took a step back a little bit because, again, mm-hmm. for pricing, Samsung still holds the productivity. For me, the S23 Ultra is, there's a reason why I put it in number one for me. I know exactly what I'm getting into when I'm getting into that device. And it delivers every, day in and day out. When it comes to the other market, the other areas that we're looking at, though, is we've had that same performance, though, from productivity on the Note 20 mm-hmm. Ultra two years before that. Yeah. So th- this is where I, I feel like we're not, it's it's that category that I feel like, you know, look, you've reached that 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 level. You've been coasting at that level because nobody's challenging you. But mm-hmm. I'm telling, though, is by the time somebody does challenge Samsung, they would have had so many years to learn ahead of what Samsung's been doing that I feel like it's going to be at that point more of a reactive knee-jerk reaction that's just going to yeah. make them look weird. And I don't want to. I, 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 I don't want I don't know that it'll snap just all in one year. I kind of no, feel no. like yeah. from 2022 to 2024 is a window where the entire industry was struggling with some very inconsistently performing Qualcomm chips yeah. to one of the best performance per watt chips that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. Like Apple, MediaTek, Qualcomm, any company, the HN2. Yeah. is what it, we're going to talk about the HN2 the same way we talked about the 865. This is yeah. one of those chips that will be remembered for not just how good it was, but how good it was at also, you know, minimizing power. Yeah. And we're going to see the a, a generational uh, version of the HN2 keep coming back uh, even oh, when yeah. we go to HN3 or whatever the new generation. I will Orion be shocked if we don't see a whole bunch of premium mid-rangers on HN2s over 2020 2024 yeah but that's also the big problem is i feel if the rumors are true the Mm -hmm. rumors giant rock of salt and i don't even mean the spec sheet i just mean the rumors in general yeah if the rumors are true samsung is also taking a gamble against ai features really making a big play in 2024 because from all of the conversations that you've had with qualcomm folks and that we've both had with mediatek folks Mm -hmm. If you unpack AI on a phone and you do on device, you got to almost double that RAM. Yeah. And Samsung coming is... out again saying 12 gigs of RAM for a yeah. phone that has a feature like Dex that can possibly replace your laptop. And we're looking at all of these new chips that are heavily focused with all on the language learning they, models they put in there as well. Yeah, no, no, I'm with billions you. of parameters and operations per second. And Samsung is saying, no, nope, we're going to do more like cloud stuff. 
you're like, okay, but if if this does take off, then the S24 is in a world of hurt against these other competing devices that are going to have those hardware features, that are going to have better support for those language learning models, for, for generative AI, for all this other stuff. Yeah. Galaxies won't be doing it. If you've got to unpack 30 billion operations or 30 billion parameters, that would eclipse all of the RAM on the phone and they'd still not have enough room. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I think this is the, this is the, the, the challenge that we're... I feel like we talked about that a little bit as well. AI, though, in, in the in the sense of what we're seeing now, it's kind of like the early 5G conversations. Sure. Where, yes. Oh, we, I, I'm, I'm still saying this is a total gamble. Oh, no, no. I absolutely, think absolutely. AI might turn out to be another NFT rug pull. Like, it, it could completely be a, a non-starter. But if we're talking about on-device... Yeah. Assistant style AI capabilities, richer language interactions and generative AI. Mm -hmm. And we assume that these are going to be phones that people want to live in for the next two to two to four years. You pick up an S24 and it only has 12 gigs of RAM. You are making a conscious choice to say, I don't see a future in AI. And what? there are a bunch of consumers who are going to land on that. Well, because but I think it's not generally two years be... from now. If if your assistant now unpacks language that needs more RAM, you're not going to be able to do that on an S24. <laughs> Although the processor has been touted to be the AI level processors and the the beginnings of AI, so it so, needs but, all the support. Yeah, but it, it needs all the the again, yeah, all the the complementing hardware on your phone. And these are the challenges that I feel like. It's it's down to the manufacturers, right? Qualcomm and, and MediaTek are are giving us the Lambo engine, and they're giving mm -hmm. us all the all the bells and whistles that the, that this engine can do. But an OEM makes a conscious decision of what features they want to put in their yeah. phone, and if they're not making the recipe future proof, even even current gen proof with a twelve, again, it, yeah. it, mind you, I I want to say that there is gen, uh, older generation of, of the S twenty three, or even uh, other S, S series that have carried more than twelve gigs of RAM. I want to say the mm -hmm. they've had sixteen, but even where where we are there, I feel like AI. And I'll be with you. Look, I, I don't I don't know one hundred percent if AI is going to be a thing that that will last. I do feel like AI is going to evolve. It may not be this whole, you know, we're generating images mm. out of, you know, whatever on our phone, but everything gets leveraged on the cloud. The cloud has its place, but I one of the things I appreciate about Pixel was the fact that I had yeah. language models, the the dictation built into the phone, the magic eraser like, running on it. it video it, video boost is cool, but I couldn't use it for our last Team Pixel meetup. It, I was shooting out at night, and we had all those pretty lights. You can catch the video. I did a video on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put it up on Instagram. Exactly. And they reached out to me. They're like, "Oh, what new features did you use?" And you're like, "I was out on kind of mediocre five G connections out in the middle of OC where everybody were was hitting these really? cell phone towers. I just shot regular video. I I can't. I couldn't depend on uploading." It wasn't quite a gig because I was shooting little like 10 second clips of video, but mm -hmm. like I couldn't rely on that to all get uploaded and then all downloaded. And it would have been like a two gigabyte because I'm still on meter data because I'm cheap and I'm on mint. Um, I would have done it, but like I couldn't count on it. And I still I wanted to finish that video while I was there. 
And so everything else on a pixel I do on device. I'm not uploading stuff to the cloud. And it's things like that that I it think takes, it takes time to feel short about uploading. Yeah, it's the so processing long. it it it, ta- it <laughs> when I first tried it, I was like, wait, uh, we'll we'll let you know when the video is ready. And it didn't get done for hours. And I was like, yeah. why? Why did it take it was not that long of a video? Yeah. I took a short, maybe 25, 30 second video clip um mm-hmm. just to try to kind of get that whole separation, just trying to Although, see how the video. I will say what is kind of cool about video boost Mm -hmm. is the main process by which it operates is almost like Google's version of shooting log. So there is almost no electronic image stabilization. Mm -hmm. The image is super, super flat. So if you wanted to shoot video boost, but then don't worry about uploading it and you get a slightly higher than 4K resolution video file back. And then you can throw on a LUT. You can do more editing. You have more room to kind of push and pull and stretch that image to edit it, to color correct it, to color grade it, to do all that work. So that's what they're doing, is the phone is actually recording a slightly higher than 4K resolution video file as flat as they possibly can, that gets sent up to a server where then it's got a whole bunch of like processing applied to it and then it comes back to you. But you get a copy mm-hmm. of the unedited footage. And I also get, did a, a, a comparison on that yeah, too. You can do the back and forth. That actually is some of the best looking video I've seen from a phone to edit and grade. I think it actually looks better than um, a log on Xiaomi. Okay. Like Xiaomi's log just looks kind of like artificially flattened. It doesn't look like proper log. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's you, you get deep in the weeds there. But it's it's surprisingly like one of these funny aspects of how they're doing this. I actually don't see any reason why you couldn't give me a slow render. If it's you're sending this video up and it's getting processed and color corrected and graded and HDR'd and then it's getting sent back down. Obviously, our phones would take longer to do that, but the entire round trip of sending it up to a server, having it wait in line, then get processed, then come back to you, I bet you a Pixel 8 could do that faster than the round trip involving... You would just have to know. You'd have to have, like, it's processing in the background, so please don't turn off your phone. It's going to take a while to finish this video. I bet people would prefer to do that than have it hitting their data and and you know nuking their battery when they're out in the field. That that was the surprising function that I saw at at the time of the announcement when I saw Google shifting back to server side, which I understand that mm-hmm. this is how they make their bread and bread and butter. This is the, the server side is de- definitely what they used to do best. It also forces you to have more cloud storage, which you got to pay more for. Which again, <laughs> because that's where the guess where the video is sitting. It's sitting directly into your yep. your own storage. So no, no, absolutely, it makes perfect sense business wise from a consumer standpoint um you know having a phone that runs 128 gig storage is is, is kind of like it, it makes no sense to me at this point where you're you're trying to push people away like the 256 should be the bare minimum if nothing else i yeah. I, I am constantly offloading content off my on my pixel 8 mm-hmm. pro because i am not i have no more space the phone starts to struggle when you have less than five gigs of storage left <laughs> yeah it stutters, and I'm I'm not. running up into that wall pretty hard so, every time. Yeah, I'm constantly connecting and downloading and removing things. So yeah, for me, it's it's a tough choice. But with that, with all of the Ooh, things kind of going me. on, 
obviously this weekend is going to be kind of a holiday weekend for people that, you know, if you celebrate Christmas, if you, if you enjoy that spending time with your family, this is going to be a big, um, it's a big event. People run up. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll say that I know there's some people that want Christmas to, to be in July or even in August. So I'll, I do understand the anticipation, um, <laughs> but I do hope that everybody, especially yourself as well, Juan, uh, mm-hmm. get a chance to spend some time with the family. You get to relax, you get to Unwind. And also, I just got to say thank you, and I'm so sorry because oh. I sent you something for the holidays, oh, and it's uh, going to be late. But yeah. I, I need everybody to see this. Uh, TK oh, sent me this, okay. and it just showed up to, today. Ooh, almost dropped it. On your um, to open it till like two weeks. Oh, no, crap. I had to open it immediately because Marie didn't tell me that it arrived yesterday. It's an it's an Optimus Prime phone dock. How awesome is this? This it, is so it, great. And even if you don't use it as, as a phone dock, it is a kick. It's just a cool Optimus Prime statue. Yeah. I'm totally going to be putting phones. In here. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Thank you so much. You should Man, do all your charging tests cool. from that dock. Yeah, it's good. From now on. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All charging is like <laughs> Optimus Prime. is. Not, but no, I'm just, so when I was looking at things and I was like, kind of like, you know, I know how much you loved your Optimus Prime. Yeah. Um, and you obviously <laughs> great, great. And I'm actually going to try to visit the, the, the company again this year at C. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, right I'm glad, I'm glad you like it, man. Enjoy it. Have fun. Thank with you it. so much. And, um, yeah, dude, seriously, at the end of the day, you know, we, we all work, we all try our best. We all try to be our best and we try to put our best foot forward and all of that. And mm-hmm. this year has been tough. It's it, regardless of whichever yeah. way, you know, trips and whatever with, you know, events and whatever happening in the world. At the end of the day, we try our best. So my my wish for everybody, if you celebrate Christmas, if you celebrate uh, the holidays, obviously, I hope you have a great time. I try to relax, try to be with the fam, be able to unwind and, and kind of end 2023 on a good note. And I wish you guys the best of 2024. We'll talk obviously next week. We have one more show to end the year on the right note. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll play some Tetris Effect. We'll see. Maybe we'll make a competition it, out of it. it. We we could uh, we could have some fun. It'd be a good time. Yeah, you know, chill, kind of kick it, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll dive into CES uh, in the beginning of the year. Since CES <laughs> is a week later. We'll, yeah. we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that is a massive bridge. Um, but with that being said, um, Juan, is there anything that you can try? Is there any other videos coming out from you this week? No idea. I have two videos that are waiting on approvals. Um, I've got the I've got the script mostly finished for the Pixel 8 Pro camera. Um, I'm almost done with the OnePlus Open camera, but I still might need to just take a couple days and just maybe make it through Christmas. And I was about to say yeah, because I was like, we're it's Thursday up. night. We have Friday, Saturday, and it's pretty much Christmas Eve, and I, like I, it's a tough one. I'm. I'm in the middle of trying to finish. So I finally got an update on my Vivo X100 Pro where the oh, phone nice. works. So no more glitching, no That's more great. twitching and all of that. So that works. God, we didn't even get to like the actual Mobvoi updates, the Xiaomi updates. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. Mobvoi so went much up, uh, going on. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it. We have, we have next week. To next week. Round. Next week we'll talk about uh, we'll round Hyper OS. <laughs> oh, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah. 13 Ultra Hyper OS update. Um so yeah, but, but the Vivo for me, the X100 Pro, um, I want to be, I wanted to give it some the legit time. The rain is finally starting to subside, so I'm able to kind of slightly go out. And um, so for me, it's it's been basically just that, trying to get some more time with it. And um, I've actually been taking some decent shots with that. Oh, that's yeah, that's the new, the new setup. So for the, for sure. So yeah, if I'm able to push it out, hopefully this weekend. If not, 
just right after Christmas. I need maybe capture some holiday, some holiday pictures and stuff like that. I actually want to go out and some, uh, take some uh, night shots with it with the yeah. Christmas lights out. There's a lot yeah, of places uh, that put some really nice things there. So, Same. yeah. With that being said, um, please make sure to check out Juan. Uh, will there be an SCG QA on Monday, I'm assuming? No, because that's okay. Christmas Day. Oh, that's... <laughs> really? I'm taking Christmas Day off. I might, because it's Christmas Day, and then it's also the Monday for New Year's Day. So we might have two weeks off from yeah. the SGG QA. Hey, man, so no, we'll, it's we'll okay. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. And uh, keep it with us. We'll hopefully see you guys next Thursday for the last episode of 2023 for the best of our week. Um, pending any kind of changes, we'll have to see, obviously, schedules and so on with fam. But mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, be safe, stay safe. Audio version of the podcast will be coming out hopefully in the next day or so. Um, and I'm hoping, Juan, if you don't mind, maybe some chapters like we did last time that we the kind of categorize. Yeah, the area, I, I the, they probably won't be up right away, but I'll definitely get to those either tomorrow yeah. or the day after. So, so. Make sure to do that. And uh, thank you very much for all the support and everybody. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe and share and let us know how much you love the show and your comments will always be appreciated. We'll see you guys next week. Bam.